0: Falcons fans, welcome in. It is the post-draft edition, episode 40 of Out of Your Falcon
1: Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast, the big Four, oh man. The big 4 Hey, man, I am happy to be here today with my man, Troy and John, the big 4-0. I could not uh, be more excited for today's show. I got a million questions. I'm buzzing with energy. Uh, and 40, can you believe that, Johnny Yates? Man. 40. Show 40. We got a bunch of new listeners. I'm out of my Falcon mind. Yeah, Troy, what's going on with you, buddy?
2: Exciting day, man. Talking about this thing for months and months, and it's finally here and over. And I think we got a lot to be excited about. Looking forward to the show.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we, uh, yeah, first of all, before we get into anything, um, Mike and I did the Get to Know Your Show or Get to Know Your Host show uh, last week, just or about 10 days ago, whenever it was, yeah. um, just to, you know, fill some time because we have got a lot of new listeners over the last few months. Um, and so you know, we just wanted to do kind of a reintroduction. So it's it's a long show, it's a couple hours. But I mean, we we just you know had some fun with it and answered some questions from some listeners. We answered some questions from each other, just some random shit that we had some fun with. So if you guys haven't had a chance, go back and check that out when you get time. But you know, you're gonna have to break it up over probably a period of time to listen to it all, unless you got two hours to kill. But um, yeah, we had a blast doing that show. We got a lot of good feedback from it, so we appreciate that. Um, And uh, we did, and we do this occasionally. I I did it a few months ago on Twitter, just put a little, you know, hey, you know, let's get us to however many followers, something like that. And on Thursday, um, before the draft, I put out like, hey, you know, we were, I don't even know, might we were like at 280 or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, I thought it was like 250 something, 260. I thought it was lower than 280. You
0: might be right. You might be right. Um, we jumped
1: up significantly
0: yeah you might be right and i, I put out a, a tweet to say hey you know let's get us to 300 before the draft tonight and i put it out early that day and we always have folks like we talked about before that we've made some really cool yeah. you know connections with this with the falcons community that we've that we've uh, since we started this podcast and so i mean just a shout out man uh fleek fleek man he he retweets us and we we got to get him on the show one day Got to. um uh we really appreciate that man um Damski, he helped us out. He always helping us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby, man. Toby from Pound for Pound. Toby, guys, you the man,
1: up. Toby. Big
0: shout out to those guys. Toby and JR, man, put together over 10 hours of live streaming this weekend. Yeah. Uh, since the draft. I mean, they just, I mean, I don't even know how they did it, man. Uh, I mean, but, I mean, the hell of a job for you guys this weekend, uh, covering the draft and the picks and everything. Uh, Savion, of course, man, always always shouting us Save out. Savion. Yep. Uh, Ski Shepherd. Ski um uh, and some new folks man uh c1p3d underscore cocky uh i mean just uh michael imagine michael three carrie um man i mean just so many people uh that, that, bison man jacob Blifner, uh mrs tony stark man mrs tony stark's the iron lady man she might have been one of our first she was uh, i think she literally was like on instagram yeah, twitter everything was, like she shouted us out put us on her yeah. page man so man big shout out to her um so yeah i mean just over and over man i'm going through the list here and i just i mean uh you know so many folks we interacted with over the last three or four days and that's either retweeted us or or liked and or whatever just big, i gotta big say thank me.
1: you for that because uh we jumped significantly uh mm-hmm. significantly uh so thank you to everybody who retweeted man y'all again i'll say this to the i won't uh brag too much about me john and troy i will say this we got the coolest group of listeners on the internet so of any other podcast and that's hands down And i've said that from day one and y'all just proved it but once again y'all prove it every time so yep. thank you again
0: yeah burn the i hope i pronounced you right man um but he, he's always interacting with us too so yeah i mean just like i said if i left anybody out Apologize, but you know, you you, I mean you you guys, if you're interacting with us, then we thank you, period. (laughs) Um, but yeah, man. So uh getting on to the overall thoughts on the draft, man. Um I I settled in on Thursday. I couldn't wait. I I mean I heard so much there was so much um, you know, who's gonna go first. And then like the Trayvon Walker stuff started coming in hot and heavy there before, and I was like, there's no way because Troy, we were when we went through defensive linemen and defensive tackles. What we say late round, late first. That's initially what we were were talking about.
2: I think we were saying Trayvon Walker was like third or fourth best edge, say mid to late first round, but definitely not first overall. So kind of picked up steam, like you said, in the last couple weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it came from, if you looked at his score, as uh, uh, they matched him with Miles Garrett, and it was damn near identical. And, I mean, you know, you can take that for what it's worth. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean he's Miles Garrett. It just means that he measured – Damn near the same as Miles Garrett did. So there's a lot more that goes into it. I mean, I think Aiden probably would have been the safer choice, but they went with the more athletic, you know, freak, I guess, of a guy in Jacksonville. So I mean, I can't fault them for it. Um, you know, they definitely, I mean, they were they they said I think um you know they were more than happy and more than satisfied. They were comfortable with it, didn't have any second thoughts about it. So hey, I mean, well, they 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 had Jacksonville had an interesting draft all the way around. They got some studs, man. That after, after that, they go and grab Devin Lloyd, Mike's boy, and my Man, boy. I was, <laughs> hurt.
1: I was hurt, but I hold on for a minute before we even start the draft. talk, I gotta say this I want to speak for like the regular fans that this is going to be exciting because uh, I've been waiting just as a normal fan. I'm I didn't watch the draft, I, I have seen who we drafted, I've read all about them, I've seen the highlight reels, so I'm prepared now, but um just for the regular fan, I was waiting to talk to Troy and John. I've been brimming to talk to Troy and John because I know they know more than me. So I got a lot of questions and y'all going, I will ask all the dumb shit y'all want to know to Troy and John, I swear to God, I've been waiting. I've been so excited. I was not excited about the draft. To me, it's boring and shit. I can't watch it, but I'm definitely excited to talk to Troy and John today because now we're going to get some real answers and some real clarity. Like John and Troy say, all the speculation is over. Now we know. So now it's time. It's time to roll. I've been waiting to talk to y'all. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Well, and see, this year when you watch college, man, next year's going to be a whole other level. Right, level for you. You're going to be like, man, yep. I know, now I know these guys. And yep. dude, I'm telling you, man, like we talked about it before, Troy and I, like, you know, we follow, you know, these guys every year, but not like this in depth. Like the yeah. guy, what, what we did, like some of the like, so I'm sitting here. Like, I was – because normally I'll watch the first – most of the first round until we pick, and then I was, I'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. I watched every damn pick. <laughs> and then I watched every – dude, I'm sitting here yesterday on Saturday. I mean, like, we ha- had to go out and do some yard work because, you know, mm-hmm. like, I can't say if you're from 12 to 6 p.m. Right. and watch every pick. But, um, like, after – I think I went out to do some work before our fifth uh, – before we p- picked Justin Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I didn't see that as last bit. But I literally watched, man – every single bit on on thursday every single bit on friday i got like the braves on my ipad and or the or the draft on my ipad and something else on the tv and like my wife and, and liam are like you're, you're you're insane like what are you doing this is not yeah. exciting whatsoever yeah. but i'm sitting sort of like going oh i knew that guy yeah i, I watched right. film on that guy mm-hmm. you know like i mean it's like so like guys i normally never would have known you know getting drafted Aye. and i'm like oh wow like you know that's that's now I'm, I'm thinking now like how, how good a fit this is going to be on that team because you mm-hmm. know like I, I know the guy <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah it was different man but um very different but yeah jacksonville man they but, yeah so they started off with uh walker and then Devin lloyd and then chad Muma who's a pretty stupid yep. linebacker from montana so you got him now with foyer down there like i don't know how they're going to do that that's they're going to put foyer in the middle i guess and have those two guys roam around and just disrupt mm-hmm. shit because that's going to be a hell of a combo down there. A
1: hell of a combo.
0: Yeah. So good job on them for sure. But um, Troy, any teams for you to just like, I mean, number? I think I think we can agree the Jets were stupid. The Jets, I heard from that, everybody. That, that was my
2: number one. You got Sauce and Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall. I mean, I guess when you have four of the top thirty-six picks, that doesn't hurt. But I, I mean, well, time will tell. But I think they hit on all of them. I think they got slam dunks on it on all four of them. But yeah, the Jets killed it. I think the Chiefs killed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs, it's, it's like an embarrassment of riches up there, but they they added Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis at 30 overall. So, John, back to your preview show comment. I mean, we had him as one of our top, what, four, five maybe? Yeah. I mean, he was a beast. and we I think we would have been happy with him at eight, you know, if, if it worked out that way. We, we were yeah. kind of wondering at that time why he was seeming to fall. But, yeah, to get him – 30 overall, I think, is, is a steal. And then Sky Moore, at, uh, what was what was he early second round or late first round? Yeah. You know, I think the idea is to kind of replace Tyreek Hill over there, but I think he's going to be a stud. Uh Leo over in a linebacker show, I think he's going to be good from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs hit the, hit the lottery, um, added to an already really good team. Titans, I think, did well. Um, I think capped off by getting Malik Willis, and we'll talk about this later, we talk about kind of what happened with the quarterbacks, but I think they they got a really good quarterback for, you know, third-round draft picks. So, um, also, Traylon Burks to replace A.J. Browns. So I think the Titans did pretty well, too.
0: That was, like, immediate, wasn't it? Like, A.J. is gone, then, like, there's your cheaper replacement that looks yeah. exactly like you.
1: Yeah, exactly. I saw you tweet. Way, way cheaper. Man, I saw you tweet uh, A.J. was gone, and the panic that went through my body uh you have no idea i went on google i thought you was talking about man the panic i I went on google immediately and i'm like oh no and then i realized you had to be talking about somebody else
0: yeah 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 <laughs> no i didn't do that to me too the ravens i thought i mean like they, the ravens seem to just like every year chill and like just players just they just like yeah. all right that, that's perfect we'll just take that guy yeah. and i mean they they got um kyle hamilton with their first pick which that guy's gonna fit so well into that defense man um and i mean that's the guy like you know we kind of hoped it would be there for us you know but um and he was there for us but we chose to go a, a different direction which we'll get into but um and then tyler Litterbaum, which i think man like we watched I think we Troy. Did you do Linderbaum or did I? We we, we talked. I don't know if we even did that, but we talked about him because of just how athletic he was, yeah. and just I mean the dude. Like I've i not seen a center pull and run down the field as fast as this dude, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, like I think that's a hell of a good pick. I mean, that's just a very smart pick. And then they went ahead and got David Ajabo, which of course you know the torn Achilles. You know, in round two, uh, which once once he's you know he, they don't they don't need him to be right now so yeah they they need him to be a year or two from now so that was a great pick and then travis jones big d tackle out of connecticut i thought gonna fit perfectly in that defense too another guy i would love to have had on the falcons uh and then they go out and get daniel falell the big offensive tackle from minnesota a little question some questions on his on his physicality but you know so i mean and then uh jaylen Amor davis from alabama uh corner so i mean they, they just and they, that, that was like, oh yeah. And then they went and got Isaiah, Isaiah likely tied in on the coast of Carolina, who I thought one of the top tight ends in the freaking draft, man. And they got him in round four, you know, I mean, I think I was going to be a sleeper right there, but yeah, I thought the Ravens did Ravens jets. Like you said, KC I mean, just, I mean, they did a hell of a job and we did, man. I mean, I think we did a great job. Yeah.
2: yeah I intentionally left us out of that. Cause we're going to take a deep dive there, but no, I feel, I feel really good about where we landed.
1: all right so. Before we get on Atlanta, yep. uh, can y'all please enlighten us to what Matty Ryan got over there? Matty Ryan, he got, and I was watching,
0: and I do have the Colts draft picks here, so they've they helped him out with the very first pick, and they helped him with uh, wide receiver Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati, so that'll be that's gonna that's gonna be a good playmaker for him. Um, on the RAS testing, you get a nine point eight three. In fact, the Colts didn't pick any guys with under a nine rating on the RAS scoring system. That's something. So I Maddie. mean, like they they got a bunch of athletes. They really did. And they he went used to this. They they went and got Jelani Woods from tight uh, end from Virginia uh, with a ten on. The, he had a ridiculous combine, ridiculous because he is a big like six foot seven, six foot eight. So
1: three. their first two picks was wide receiver tight end. Yeah, Maddie might shoot.
0: Yeah, they guys already got Michael Pittman. You know, and already
1: got Pittman. I yeah. bet he don't know what's he finally got something for Christmas.
2: He's got an offensive line, which yeah, and an
1: offensive mean. line. He's been on a naughty list all these years. <laughs> he got finally got something for Christmas. How about him? Go man.
0: Yeah, then they went got Bernard Raymond out of offensive tackle. The, the nasty dude out of central Michigan, uh, to be on the offensive line. Nick Cross, free safety. I thought was a good pick out of Maryland. Eric Johnson, defensive tackle, Missouri State, Andrew Ogletree from Youngstown State, Curtis Brooks, another D tackle from Cincinnati, and strong safety from Yale in the seventh round. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they got him a couple of weapons right off the get. And, um, but yeah, they've got, they've got some, it's going to be, I mean, the AFC, it's going to be tough for Matt regardless because of how Mm -hmm. good the AFC is going to be with Buffalo and San Diego. I mean, those, those are going to be tough teams to get by. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if that defense, can play like it has been playing and i mean it's gonna be interesting man it's gonna be really interesting say the least um any any surprises for you troy like anybody that like fell or
2: well i mean i think the the biggest was the biggest surprise for everybody to kobe dean Um, i mean we were everybody saw him as a first round draft pick and i mean anybody that was watching it kind of live and monitoring twitter was like what is going on why does he continue to fall why did the falcons not draft him in the second round and, I, you know, rumors started swirling about his, what was it, a pectoral muscle that he declined surgery on? And then he came out and just said that isn't true or that he does have an issue, but never declined surgery. So I think that was the biggest, I guess, surprise. And, and frankly, the Eagles probably got a steal in him. I can't, I can't imagine him not being a stud in the NFL, but we'll see. What about you?
0: Yeah, agreed. I mean, I think uh... – <laughs> I, I, number one, I don't know how your representation doesn't get that shit out like immediately, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, hey guys, he's fine. Like, you know, he he, he be <laughs> whatever you're hearing. No bullshit, he's fine. I need you to draft him like now, like not when he got drafted. Um, you know that to me that was odd. You know, that was really odd. Um, but it, clearly it was enough to scare a bunch of teams. I mean, yeah. like to to didn't want to and to to be to have the kind of season he had to be the leader that he is. I mean that what what the. How many players – Georgia broke a record this year? How many players that were drafted? 15.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean love they, it. Yeah, I love and it. their defense, I mean, it was you know generational defense this year, you know? And I mean, he was the leader of that damn defense, you know, so it's amazing that he that he fell that far. He's gonna have a I mean, he already plays mad, but he's gonna have a big chip on his shoulder now. Yep. Yep. I mean, and you know, he got he's up there with uh, his boy too. So I mean or Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So,
1: Hold on a where did Jordan go, Philly? Oh, that's dope. We, go. we we left the Eagles out
2: of our who killed it, but uh, yeah, they did they did well too.
0: Yeah, I don't like to mention them very much. They're kind of like <laughs> yeah, John,
1: won't, like, these are, are things like, we do not speak of. I don't like anything Philly, man. Yeah. Phillies,
0: Sixers, nah, yeah, definitely not the Eagles. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, well, the quarterbacks, I mean, it's hilarious because we have people saying Malik's gonna go top 10. You know, that was and crazy. That Penny Kenny Pickett's gonna go to top ten, you know, and uh you know that they just didn't. I mean, like not when after Kenny Pickett was was chosen by the Steelers, which I thought number one great pick by them because hometown kid, they obviously needed for a quarterback. Um, and then they go out and get George Pickens, who you know, I wanted for the Falcons. If if we had to pick a receiver in the second round, that's who I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um because of his physicality and his attitude, but man, he's going to fit so well with that Pittsburgh team. Mm-hmm. And I guess Kenny and an immediate—I mean, you know—they lost Juju to to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. so you're you going to combine him up there with Claypool and then some other guys they got. That's going to be a really good, a really good matchup. I, I did not
1: know until you said that Ju- that Juju was a Chief. That is a mate. That truth, my God.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, so um, but yeah. After Kenny, though, I was just like. You know, I mean, that was the quarterbacks just didn't go anywhere until until you know we picked, um, and then after that it was still kind of a you know Carson Strong didn't even get drafted, you know, I mean like he was and he had sit in that green room. He had the best. He probably has the best arm of any quarterback in this draft, maybe other than Malik. Malik, you know, it's him and Malik basically. Now then Carson had that issue with his knee, you know, that could be arthritic, you know, which sucks, and he was already not mobile. So you throw on a not mobile. QB with arthritic knee that's you know not great but I mean um <laughs> I mean, you got a statue buddy that's what you got man when I look when we did QBs and I looked and I watched this film like it was like watching Matt Ryan run but like, I was just about but like getting shot Matt Ryan getting shot in a leg like, in running. Him. Like, that's yeah. how this guy looked. I mm-hmm. mean, and I'm not being... I mean, that's just how it looked like he was literally... Somebody was like, holding back him, you know, like, pulling on him yeah. as he was running. I mean, it was not pretty. Um, But, yeah, I was still surprised that nobody took a shot at him. And the fact that Bailey Zappi went uh, to the Patriots, you know, out of... And he went before... uh, Who did he go before? Um, Strong. Well, it's obviously strong. And then, like, there was somebody else he went before that I was surprised about. But, either way, Sam Howell ended up going to the to Commanders, which... That might actually be – I like Sam Howell a lot. I like Sam Howell probably more than other people did. What about you, Troy?
2: No, I I completely agree. I mean, I was going to say that that was the other surprise for me as quarterbacks. The fact that after, uh, like you said, no one got picked until Ritter at 74, third round, I mean, that blew my mind. and kind of did open up the floodgates a little bit with Malik Willis drafted what six or so picks after him, but right. you know, I was, I was amazed by that. And I, and I was, yeah, I was amazed how, how late Sam, Howe went to, I, th- I think all of them, um, kind of that next tier could, could be pro bowl quarterbacks. I just don't know that any of them were kind of head, head and shoulders above the other, but to me, that was the most intriguing thing in the draft is there was only one quarterback taken in basically the first what, two what and a half rounds, yeah.
3: and
2: the next tier, you know, kind of somewhat together, but, it's just, Man,
1: that's probably the first time ever. Probably, yeah. I guarantee you, that's probably the first time ever that happened. What, what,
2: what would y'all say the, the typical over under for quarterbacks in the first round is three, four, probably?
1: That's what, yep. Yeah.
2: So to have what four in the first three rounds is just that's crazy to me. I and mean,
0: that's what it'll be next year when I mean, you got Stroud and <laughs> yeah. Bryce Young yeah. and those other guys coming out. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, with Hal, I thought. I mean, I would, that's the guy I wouldn't have minded for us to take either. Like I'm I'm cool with Ritter, but and but yeah, I mean I, I watched a lot of film on Howell, and he had a rough season this last season, and all of that we talked about it was due to the fact he his offense, dude, his offensive line was Swiss cheese. It was terrible. And he had a, all of his weapons pretty much are either he graduated or or went to the NFL from the previous season. So he had like basically a clean slate he was starting with this year. And I mean, when they played Notre Dame, which might have been their toughest game, um, outside of maybe Clemson when they had even had a down year, but I mean, dude, he's the only reason they were in that game. I mean, like he was running around, I mean, taking hits, I mean, getting up. I mean, just it was impressive. It was impressive as hell. That's what sold me on him. I was like, man, this dude has got heart. And I mean, yeah, there's some accuracy issues, that, you know, stuff he can work on. But as far as the, the intangibles, man, he had all those things. So, I mean, the commanders might have got a – and he, he always was getting compared to Baker. That was like his – Baker Mayfield was his comp that everybody kept saying this is who he is basically. Um We'll see. I think they they could have got a, a little steal there. I always watch, you know, just because my my family being the, the the D.C. area. I mean, like I in, have in no
1: faith in any quarterback that Washington picks in the, in the past future. <laughs> I mean, they are notorious. But hopefully, this dude can get in there and do something. No, you're right. But my family.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, the uh, and I mean, I saw. I mean, Sauce going to the Jets. Kind of hurt a little bit because I was I was you know I, I that was think, your guy that yeah, was your guy I love that dude man um I I didn't think he would fall to us after seeing what he did at the combine but mm-hmm. you know still I was like yeah maybe but um and then Hamilton you know I really I thought Hamilton he, he's he's one of those guys like athlete, like you could play him down in the box you know he can cover big dude you know like athletic safety you know like would fit great but when we took well, when they announced Drake. And like Troy, when you covered receivers, he's one of the guy you were you, you covered. You know, and we man. were like, and we were like, Yeah, you know, big dude, jump ball, you know, he broke his ankle this last season, so he didn't get to play a lot, you know, had a great season, uh, you know, the previous season. Um, you know, so when they took him in, and I'll give it a shout out to Damsky, man. He called it. Damski was saying on Twitter, like <laughs> leading leading up to it, he just felt like Drake was going to be the pick. Um, you know, and he he called it. And uh I mean, you look at his, his, his last season, though, it is basically in 2009 through his 19 to 21. He had 160 receptions for 2,153 yards, 13 and a half average, 15 touchdowns in 27 games, over 23 starts. So, and he missed the final four, four, four games of the 2021 season. So, I mean, uh, yeah, he, he's basically, he said it and he said, I think, didn't he say Troy in his introductory conference, like he watched Mike Evans a lot? Like Mike Evans is a lot of the guy he kind of copies his game after.
2: Yep. Yeah. He's a lot like Mike Evans. I mean, they, I will say him and Kyle Fitz are going to be a terror. They're, they're a lot of tall uh, jump ball kind of receivers. They're going to be, they're going to be tough to, to guard between them too.
1: So I want to just jump in on Drake. Uh I saw, again, I don't know this dude from a can of paint. I did watch the film on it. The dude, I heard he played basketball too. Uh, The dude is 6'4", which is the same size as Kyle Pitts. Uh, Those jump balls he was catching over people is going to be amazing. Uh, He can also do what Tony G used to do. If y'all remember, he would like box you out, kind of like playing basketball and go up for the rebound. It seemed like that. um, And his hands was damn good. I just wasn't impressed with his speed or his strength. um, That dude... uh, I was. I'm gonna be honest. Not with the first pick. I thought he was pretty good. I just was. I don't know. I wasn't blown away by the tape. I just wasn't. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's becoming more and more obvious that Fontenot and maybe Arthur Smith have a type. I mean, they they want these yeah. physical receivers and, yep. and tall or physical players in general. But I'm kind of – I'm with you, Mike. I mean, I, that, that was kind of the one that had me scratching my head. Um, I will say that after they drafted him, there was kind of a run on receivers after that. Yeah. Wilson, Chris Alane, Jameson, uh, Williams, and then Dotson and Burks went a few picks after them. So, th- the floodgates definitely open, but whether he is the guy of those, say, mm-hmm. guys, five guys, I don't know. I guess it'll, time will tell. I mean – Personally, and I don't, I don't know if you would agree, John, but I probably would have went Jamison Williams just to give that versatility, you know, a blow the top off the defense kind of deep threat. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's a lot to like about Drake London. You know?
1: No, it is. And his, he, he might have a huge upside. If that dude can really ball, he might be able to do something. But as far as the college tape, I wasn't uh like, John told me that you saw um, Julio Jones in college. like you knew, like you kind of, I mean, that wasn't glaring. It was like, oh, he can jump ball. He can jump. And that boy got hands and he seemed physical. And like Troy said, the theme of that draft was physical. Absolutely. Everybody they got was physical, was tough. So I, I assume they know something I don't know, but uh not, I just didn't. Drake seemed great, but just not with the first pick. Like, you know, Light skinned yeah. dude named Drake shouldn't be your first pick. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I wasn't, I wasn't, he seemed like, and we do need a receiver. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's, yeah,
2: I, I mean, I, I guess, I guess the point I'm trying to make is th- of that, say, top five, you know, that went all within what, six or eight picks of each other, you, you had to pick one. And yep. This is the first one to go. So, of those five, I mean, is is he the guy? I don't know. But if if you didn't go receiver there, then you're in a whole another tier with you yep. know, the, pick of the world and in that next kind of what early, middle, second round
1: tier. So you kind of had to. I
2: I don't know if you had to go him, but you almost like yeah. you had to go receiver based on who was who was available. What do you what do you guys think? John, yeah.
0: the way it shaked out, yeah, I think so because initially. Like and, and I mean, me with my Alabama bias, yeah, I wanted Jameson Williams too. Because I mean, I watched that kid just I mean, blow the doors off. He says if he could have ran at the, at the combine, he would have ran four two. That's what he says. I don't Ooh. I don't I don't doubt it, man. Look, I mean, like you you yeah. if you I've watched him just I mean, blow by guys out there standing still and, and that speed also I've watched him. You know, guys have to respect that speed. So yeah. like they, they're backing off, backing off. All of a sudden he stops it and cuts it short. I mean, like he's he's a weapon no matter what. If he's gonna blow the top off or he can run, you know, he, he a good route runner. So either way, like I, that's kind of who I wanted. I mean, but like, yeah, Arthur, those those guys definitely have a, a mold that they like. I mean, you look, mm-hmm. dude, you look at our receiver room now. So, right, we've got Drake London at six four or six five almost. Alden take we just got from Cincinnati six foot five uh cordell patterson's our short guy at six two two and, and then we've got you know Pitts at six four like these are all big dudes big man dude. like i mean and so regardless and, it, and you know when we we ended up signing a, a we did get an undrafted free agent uh receiver which we'll talk about later but you know and whether i don't think calvin comes back you know i think when he's wow. i mean i just don't think he comes back to the falcons i think it'll be something different for him um but you know, I mean, we got Zakia. Well, I should say a short dude. Zakiya's is still there. We did sign a Lama day. You know, was he six one? Something like that. Uh he's no shit. No, he's small as hell. as hell. He's five eight. My bad. Um, yes, he, he'll be our small guy for sure. Um, and Damien Bird, yes, right. We got Damien from uh Chicago. He comes in at five nine. So we got a couple little slot, small slot guys.
1: You always so, need a hurry douglas,
0: yeah, for sure. Always, so yeah, but anyway, where we took him, you know. We initially, I think, Troy, we texted each other. We're like, "Uh, what? You know, because I was there was still Jer- Jermaine Johnson was still on the board. Kyle Hamilton was still there. You know, like we were like, man, because we kind of thought both thought like, you know, we we were so bad at, and we didn't we didn't think the receiver was out of the question because we obviously like Mike, you said we needed a receiver,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, but we just thought with the, obviously the top three guys were already gone. Walker, Thibodeau, mm-hmm. uh, Hutchinson. So then it's the next guys, which is going to be your Jermaine Johnsons, whatever." So I kind of thought that's, that's the direction we were going. And then we got Drake Lennon. And I was like, ah, man, I don't know. Because as deep as this receiver class is, we could have went edge here and maybe picked up a Pickens or somebody else in the second round. But the way it fell, we move up. We trade our 43 and, and, we, and our fourth round pick to move up to 38 and take Arnold Abichetti out of Penn State, who definitely would not have been there if we would stayed at 43. He was going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So they, they had to move up and do that. So the combo of Drake London, who could be one of the top receivers in this draft, could be, and and Ebiketti, who I thought, I mean, top six, easy pass rusher, um, who you know he, he transferred from from Temple to Penn State, and just I mean, got better and better and better. So I mean, yeah, I think the way it worked out, I felt a lot better about that after yeah. getting Ebiketti. If we had got somebody different, then I'm like, yeah, but. At, after that combo happened, I'm like, shit, okay, I'm cool with it now. Like, I don't know, what, what do you think, Troy?
2: No, that's exactly how I, how I have to look at it is, let's just say you had to go receiver and edge, for your first and second round picks. What combination would have been better than how we ended up? Right. Like you said, we, we, may, we may have had Jermaine Johnson Pickens, or, you know, Mechie maybe or someone like that. I feel pretty good about where we ended up. I think I think it worked out.
0: Yeah. And if you watch, I don't know if you, uh, Mike, if you had a chance, if you haven't had a chance, Mike, to watch um, Drake's press conference, it's about watch it. You'll, you, you'll, 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 like the guy. A I'm lot. Gonna like
1: him. Okay. He's already yeah. got a billboard in Atlanta. I was driving through and he, he's up on the billboard the day after he was the morning yeah. after he's drafted, he was on a billboard. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he,
0: he his head's right where it should be. Like yeah. he, he wants to be a leader, but he understands he's a rookie and he, you know, he's like, he's like, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna have to carry the pads and yeah. you know, rookie dinner. He's like, I'm cool with that. He's like, I gotta earn my, I gotta earn my stripes, you know, but he, he said, I do my, I do see myself as being a leader, you know, like down the road, you know, yeah. and um, you know, he's not concerned about the speed. Like he says the last time he ran it, he thought it was a four or five or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not around there. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he, he plays, I mean, he, he all these guys play with like anger, like in a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And like I all, would
1: assume that if they picked him over um the dude you said, Jermaine.
0: Jameson Williams. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. I, I think that um I was thinking that they knew something to go get that dude because I he didn't look fast and he didn't even look like really, really strong. But you could that box out, I remember Tony G. It was impossible to stop that. You just lob it up and he would time. It. It's not he was bigger, you would time it and you would get a rebound. Mm-hmm. and he was just doing that to people just going up over and we need one of those man it's been since uh man young jones that we didn't that we have been able to do that the, like the calvin johnson thing just throw it in the vicinity
3: yep and,
0: and just he
1: let the man go get it and he seemed like he can do that i just hope he can improve that uh that speed and strength but he'll hit the weight room he's in college oh. he'll hit the weight room he'll add on some yeah, and I think he'll play in the game is always faster than you run the things. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and you know, he's him and Jamison are just two different guys. I mean, like Jamison's his burner. He, he is Jamison is physical for it. I will give him this. He's a physical receiver. Even but is he small? Size. Is he six, six four two? Uh, no, he's six two, six one, six two. Okay. I think I'll look him up, but um, but yeah, but no, he's you know, I mean, the, with this dude, I mean, dude Drake's bigger than Julio, man.
1: Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. I mean. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. put on some some muscles, man. He might be just throwing people left and right, which I like and we need. We haven't had that since Julio.
0: Man, this tied in Jameson whiskey.
1: Whiskey, Jameson whiskey.
0: That, that I mean, Jameson whiskey is good too. Um, all right, so yeah, he's six foot that,
1: two. That is hilarious. Six foot two. <laughs> okay, six yeah. two yeah. one
2: seventy nine. Was that the from the combine?
0: Yeah, so six foot two, one seventy-nine to six foot five, two
1: twenty-five. Yeah, and played basketball, so knows the positioning. i did, mean, hey, he
0: played he played with a kongbu his uh, freshman year at USC. Oh,
1: okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, boys.
2: Go, yeah, Mike, Google some of his dunks. There's some pretty impressive like Drake three dunks, Drake London. Oh, yeah. I gotta see it
1: now. I'm did, doing it right he,
0: after the show. He did, he did like right. a 520, didn't
2: he? Yeah, yeah. He, no, he's a he's a beast at basketball. Oh, so he's an athlete.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: He's an, oh, an athlete.
1: See, yeah.
3: Yeah, dude. Oh,
2: yeah. maybe
1: they like I said that dude got a huge upside, man. To to just to be in college, man, that is a kid. So just yeah. imagine when he learned the game and he packed muscles on and they make him faster. I want to see. Oh. But like I said, it just what the tape wasn't overwhelming. Like I thought with your first pick. I'm not no genius, but I would I want your first pick to be overwhelming. But I also agree with Troy. If you had to get a receiver and the an edge to come. And and just shout out to John for studying so hard that you knew how to say that last name because I just forgot it that fast. Say it Arnold, again.
0: Arnold Abiketti.
1: All right. Abiketti, um, if you had to get the first uh, receiver and the edge, those are who you get. So I have no – I'm not mad. So, no, so, man.
2: So John, we haven't really drilled down into Abiketti, but uh, I know we traded up to get him – what was it, a fifth that we traded? Uh, fourth. Four. Okay, four. yeah. So – if we were not, if we would not have done that, how fast does it drop off after him? If, if we had to go edge, I know uh, there was a guy drafted several picks after him, but I felt like the drop off was was steep, like it's pretty steep. The right move to go head, to go and get him. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, if it, if it wasn't him, then I would have been like, well, what are we doing? Because it's yeah, just, it's definitely the drop off is huge. I mean, and he, looking just real quick at Abicetti, so you know he was. Um, he's six foot two, 250 pounds. He led uh Penn State with 18 tackles for loss, nine and a half sacks right there. He has half our entire team sack total from last season. <laughs> um, he totaled 62 tackles, two forced fumbles, and one pass defense in 2021. The year earned second team All-American and first team all Big Ten honors as a senior. And that's this is straight from the Falcons website. That's all I'm reading it from. Um,
1: so yeah, I mean, this dude
0: and again plays freaking like his hair on fire, like man, you know, I, I mean, did you watch so some stuff on it?
1: So, so that was the first thing I noticed. I watched his tape, and I thought of uh, um, a Maluakon's motor, the uh, the constant motor. He he's has more that, athletic, yeah, more, and he's faster. Mm-hmm. And the dude was nasty. That's what, like the Arthur Smith. That's a nasty young man. Like when he hits you, he hits you, and he came off with reckless abandon, like you said. Um, I didn't know about that dude. I watched that tape, and I thought he, the dude would seem like a nasty person, and I—that's what I wanted on four n fast yeah. man.
0: Yeah, same here, and and that's why that's why I said, I mean, like I, and uh, I, my 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 total thought process changed completely after we drafted him. I went from like Drake being like, "Damn, that was that was kind of a reach. We probably should have went some other direction there," yep. to to wow, this actually worked out great. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. and it, and it, you know, it happens every year. It depends on how the other teams pick that's going to affect yep. you right so i yeah, mean you but... don't know how that's going to fall you know like all the mocks that we did troy like dude i think i got one guy in all the mocks that we did <laughs> <laughs> you know and so i mean i, I didn't mock drake to us once you know what i mean I, and that's whether it was the second round or whatever i just never even picked him um you know part of that's too is he, you know he's at usc we don't see a lot of usc games over here you know unless you're just just want to go out and watch him which i think like i said you obviously had to go back and watch tape on him when we did the wide receiver show um because one of the guys i didn't have but yeah i mean i i just i totally changed my tune and then and so we roll
1: around to our uh our next pick let me do this john hold on for a minute i gotta right. interject yeah go ahead um at 58 out of all the picks we picked <laughs> to me the most impressive dude was Troy Anderson I've watched taped on this man. I'm fucking blown away. I put wow beside the name, like out of, uh, to be um, at 58, this dude, um, he plays three positions but he was good at all three. He can really throw and he can throw with like act. You know, when somebody people throw, you can throw yeah. it but it's a lob and they got to wait, he saw, seemed to.
0: I saw somebody say he's a Cordell Patterson of defense.
1: That's what it was a jack knife. I mean, it did he could throw, he could really run, like he could be a running back. And then at linebacker, man, nice. the dude was crushing people. I I th- this was my favorite pick of the draft. I was so blown away by Troy Anderson. I cannot wait to see this dude, man. The order the tape was he can do anything. And that's what we needed. Somebody like Cordell Patterson on the defense. Uh, but he can the quarterback if somebody get hurt, or or just as uh Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to run him, to sneak the ball when you you can do reverses with this dude. The linebacker, I mean, can you imagine a? He's gonna be chasing running backs, but he's a running back. Yeah, is like I cannot wait? To me, it was uh, Montana State, which who knows? Exactly. I don't know. This dude. dude for for us to get him at fifty eight. I thought the fact that he wasn't picked up fifty seven times, even though I don't know who was available. To him, having him at 58 was mind blowing. I love y'all. Gotta go see that's my number one favorite pick of the whole draft.
0: Yeah, I, he's right there with me. I'll get to mine in a second. But, um, the uh, so when that, when, when we drafted Troy Anderson, like I was sitting this is before I knew that the 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 Nicobe the Dean injury or whatever, I, I, just, okay. I just didn't know where he was. Okay, so I was thinking, man, this the kobe's gonna fall right into our damn lap. I'm like, this is great. There's no way they're going to pass. They, they like, are, like they're all BPA, right? They're best player available. There's no better better player at 58 when the dude's projected in the top 20. Mm-hmm. And he's still sitting there. Like, we're taking nicobe Dean. So I swear to God, Troy, when we when we when we did linebackers, this dude wasn't even on our radar, man. Nope. And and so like when they said Troy Anderson, I yelled audibly. It's like what? <laughs> I said, what the fuck? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you know, and and I was pissed. I was like, what the hell are we doing? Like, and I saw Montana State. And I'm like, no, 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 we got fucking Dimitrov Jr. here, all right? From like, you know, who knows what state? You know, I'll uh, smart uh, the room. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah,
0: and so and I saw we, Troy and I text each other, and I was like, this this smells so much like Dimitrov. And then I, I didn't, I kind of, you know, I was like, all right, let me go watch something on this dude because I don't even know who the hell he is. Man, like, I mean, he should have been on our radar, man. Yeah, like six foot four. 240 uh 243 pounds 214 total tackles 27 and a half tackles for loss 10 and a half sacks 15 passes defended three interceptions in 50 games he started 40 times i mean he scored the second most rushing touchdowns 33 six most rush six most hundred yard rushing games at 11 and ninth most uh, rushing yards at 2260 in the program's history. I know it's Montana State. I don't care, man. That's those those are good. Ass big,
1: and I'm surprised <laughs> he was only on our radar. I when I when I saw the tape, I'm like 58th, but it have to be the school that you know that I would assume heard him. But yeah, yeah, that well, dude yeah. is amazing, man. You talking about an athlete, an all-around athlete, man. I cannot wait. Yeah. I mean
0: like I, I watch like you said, man, watching the film. Like and a shout out to Aaron Williams on Twitter. Like we were, I had I, I I went and looked at some film and I put a video out there of him on our Twitter account, just a few of the plays, you know, that I that was just like eye popping. And Aaron responded and said, I'm not saying he's Luke Keekly, but we That's haven't had it. even, but we haven't had have, we haven't had even 75% of that player at middle linebacker for a long time. It's oh. always been size or athleticism, blitz, or covers. This dude has potential to be all of that. And he's spot yeah. on. Like he really does. Like this dude, he can play
1: inside, he can go like Four four man. He ran a four that's what four. I'm saying the run, running back speed at linebacker. This dude is not. You're not getting away from him, and yeah. he can intercept. And if he get the interception, it's a no catching him. Like I mean, this is going to be exciting. For Me, I that, that was the one.
0: Yeah, I read the only knock on him uh, was he's not the most like technique wise of tacklers. But once he okay. get, once he gets his hands on you, it don't, it don't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's something. That's something that you can easily, you know, he can he Fix, can, he can yeah. perfect that craft as he gets into mm. the league. But just having that athlete there, man, that, like I said, can play all over the place. I mean, he might be like the low-key still of the draft. I mean,
1: no, Troy. Troy that, well, that was my opinion, the steal of yeah. the draft, to me.
2: No, no, it was sad to me, John. I can't remember if, if I took linebackers or if we split them. but
1: I think we split them because there were so many of them.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. So what's – especially in light of that, <laughs> Anderson is number six on PFF in linebackers ahead of – Chad Muma, Christian Harris, Channing Tindall from Georgia. So like I know my portion of that. I skipped over him. I'm like, Montana State. Yeah, I don't, you know, who cares? You know, nobody is it,
0: is it possible that he wasn't there when we read this? Because
2: I mean, <laughs> damn, you think we would at least pick the top 10. No, that, that, that's how I felt about it. Like, did I really like just like blow over somebody just because they went to Montana State? And the answer is probably. I don't know. It is possible, though. Maybe, maybe that maybe PFF changed their grading for the draft. I don't know. I don't
0: know.
2: It's pretty sad, but no, he's he's a monster. I mean, ath- yeah. complete freak athletic athleticism. I'm excited to see him play. I really am. And and I was just like you, John. I was kind of pissed off when, when they first drafted him, and then after like digging into it, I'm like, this dude's a freaking beast.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, he'll he'll have the little, the the red flag of okay, it was only FCS level. Type mm-hmm. football right it's not big big boy football right mm-hmm. but we've seen guys come from that level if they can play they can play and yeah, mm-hmm. i mean and, and, and he's he's supposedly a very smart kid too like very intellectual so i mean mm-hmm. he should be able to that's good news because we all we, we we already found out how dif- difficult it can be for P's scheme to to get soaked into mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy's brains on defense so i mean Deion jones
1: get healthy sir and get back to where you need to be because y'all in tandem, you your old self with Troy Anderson. Uh we need your old self, buddy. Yeah, and, and get back. I, We
0: weren't the only one though, Troy. Like Tori McAlani from the Falcons digital media team. She put out there, she's like, I don't know how I couldn't didn't see this guy before, but like I really wish I would have. And that's I mean, this so we're not the only people that overlooked him. I mean,
1: shout out to uh, the Falcons. Or oh, that's when have we ever praised them for finding a gym? Yeah, I mean, when so maybe they're and, doing something right.
0: And Derek Lawson of Bleacher Report said Anderson's game is defined by speed and comfort and space. Tall, well-built linebacker. Anderson still flies sideline to sideline and has some of the best range in the class. That's See, I mean, all, the, all these all these accolades he got, Troy, like I said, man, it's amazing. We we probably we, – literally, we probably, we probably said Montana State, no chance. <laughs> yeah.
1: Shout out but, to Montana State. we sorry about that. We yeah, must have been out of our falcon mind. Uh, clearly, clearly. Sorry
0: uh all right so round three man what what did you think George you think we were going to go a quarterback there or do you think how'd you feel like I had the feeling I honestly I, I, I tweeted I said I think we're going Malik here I just felt like the whole Atlanta connection and Malik I was like you know I know they love Ritter but I saw Fontenot say some very nice warming things about Malik and I thought you know what this might be you know Malik coming home here but
2: yeah, I mean I'm, I'm with you I, and me and you were texting about it I, I felt the same way but I kind of felt like we were going to at 58 and I was like Mm -hmm. going to then, you know, if, if everyone, basically Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, who same, how whoever is available then, and we didn't get them, why would we get them any later in in the draft? So I was like, we're not, we're not going quarterback at at that point. So I was a little surprised, but pleasantly surprised. And and we talked about it briefly, but I would have been fine either way. Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm either of them, especially as a third round draft pick. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think that's a, that's a bargain for either of those guys that late.
0: Agreed. Yeah, if, we, if we'd have took him in the second round, i had been pissed. Um, but the fact that we were able to get him at 74, and this guy, I mean, you know, I mean, just quick rundown of his stats. I mean, it completed 62.1% of his passes for over 10,000 yards, program record 87 touchdowns, 28 picks, rushed for almost 2,200 yards, Twenty and twenty-eight touchdowns and fifty games and for over forty-nine starts over four seasons, four-year starter at Cincinnati. Um, I mean, the dude six foot three, two hundred eleven pounds, yeah. been comped a lot to Mariota. To be honest, that's what you see a lot. as people saying like, you know, that's what his game kind of mirrors. And I mean. Clearly, I mean, I, I didn't see a ton of Cincinnati. I saw him against Georgia, you know, a few years ago in a bowl game. Obviously, I saw him against Alabama, which he didn't look great, which no – I mean, look, Alabama's defense can make exactly. other quarterbacks not look great. Um, you know, so and, – and, and that's, you know, DW said ages ago when he was on our show, he hated, he hated the one-game analysis – over-analysis mm-hmm. of the players having a bad game. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It happens. Um, so, you know, I agree with that. And, I mean, Ritter, again, watching his press conference – like the dude, like I know that everybody says Pickett's the most ready NFL ready as far as just you know everything. I kind of, I kind of lead toward Ritter to be honest, just because he, I mean, the dude has a kid and he married, I think he's well, or if he's not, like, he's, not I know he's got I I he's had got a, had a girl
2: with him at the yeah, battle. but he yeah.
0: has a kid, right? And, um, I think uh, anyway, he's I'll look, like sure. that, yeah. yeah, but I mean, at maturity level is off the charts. Uh, I mean, like, he's he understands what he is, what he has to succeed. Um, he's not going to be the type of guy you know coming in that's going to cause any issues. Like, he's going to mm-hmm. sit back and let – you know, if he wins out the job, then great. But if he, if he doesn't, then, he, then he's going to soak everything up from Mariota. And, I mean, that, they're, that their playing styles are so similar, I mean, that's going to be, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and the, they, they tried to get out of Arthur Smith at the conference. They said, you know, is, is he going to play in certain packages or is he going to come in and play? Certain, like, do you want to see what you have? If, 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 if he's who you think is your, your future quarterback, like – how much time are you going to give them? To, because, you know, there are quarterbacks next year in the draft, depending mm-hmm. on how bad we are this year, that could be really damn good. And, you know, of course, Arthur said, you know, I'm not going to tell you any of our plans that's going to, you know, he's not going to say that. I mean, you know, so who knows how he's going to be used. I mean, he could be just be a straight backup. I, I tend to say they're going to – They're going to they're gonna try to see.
1: They're going to try to see. Hey, man, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm agreeing with the pick because it was 74th. I feel like both of y'all – Um to get a quarterback, I, I watched the tape, that's really decent for 74, just to see uh strong arm. Um, the dude was uh poised and so he didn't panic in a lot of situations. That's the first thing I know, he wasn't panicking. And uh I love Matt Ryan, shout, shout out to Matty Ice, but when the play broke down, the dude could take off running. And that's something we haven't had since Michael Vick. Um, that is a weapon. That's a whole nother weapon that you can go get four or five yards or something happened. He wasn't too fast, but he could run. And I thought that was tough. Um, and again, I I saw the film. I actually watched him and Willis to see like who should. I liked rid of them. He seemed more poised in certain situations. I don't think he was just gunning. And he was accurate. I think that's the main thing that the boy was accurate. Um, he remind me of like a mobile Matt Ryan. So I have no issue with him um, again at 74 to get a, We need a quarterback. Yeah. And just to see at 74 to get that level of talent. I mean, I was impressed with the dude. Yeah, uh, it, it does
3: say,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, he does say he does. It's a longtime girlfriend, Claire and their daughter. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's, um, you know, and that, I mean, that's not saying you, if you have a kid, you're, automatically but so this is different it, it changes your life yeah I mean it's, it's, it's a you may different not life.
1: be out clubbing and trying to turn up in the city of Atlanta like Eugene Robinson <laughs> or somebody <laughs> of these sorts you may be more professional just because that yeah uh, and you know, and, and I think smart.
0: exactly and and the thing with Malik I think that kept him falling um was the fact and then we talked about it at, at Liberty it was a quick one read and throw and run or throw it was not a very you know in-depth offense not to say that he can't learn it because that was the biggest knock on him and i thought that was bullshit coming out of saying well you know he you know he can't he learn to play a playbook. i mean come on like it, it had a little bit of just like black quarterback kind of yeah. you know
1: man i laughed like shit. To at, it, but man i, I laughed like shit at you uh i was just in my car randomly and i remembered you saying because i was like man why don't we why wouldn't we go get this dude and I think you said uh like they ran a lot of curl routes. Like that's all they was doing was going up and turning around, basically. So you can't judge.
0: That yeah, was. no, it was. It's if it's difficult to see. I mean, yeah, I mean, the dude has a cannon arm. He yeah. showed off a hundred times. I mean, he's accuracy is a little bit of a thing. Yeah. You know, when when he did when they when they played Ole Miss, which was their you know, the biggest t- toughest test, he had a terrible game. But I mean, yeah. it was him trying to do everything because literally yeah. he he was so far and above the talent that he had around him. He was running for his life on every play, you know, mm-hmm. taking, taking sacks when he should have thrown it away. All that stuff can be attributed to this is a much better talented team he's going against, and he doesn't have mm-hmm. a lot around him. So Malik may not be ready to play this year, maybe next year. Who knows? I mean, like, I, you know, we, we got a guy who if we had to, I think he could step in and he would be serviceable too. this first year, yeah. you know, if he had to. Um, yeah. You know, I think ideally Mariota plays this year and he's gone and Desmond steps in next year. You know, with I with the with the contract we signed for Mariota, that's basically we signed him on. We signed him on a two year deal, but that option is for the second year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we get Mariota for,
1: I would have I loved Matt to teach Ritter. I would have it would have been heaven for me because yeah. I think that boy's going to be good, depending on the teacher. But like I said, I agree with you. You sit him for a year, you let him learn, you get like a few plays here and there, but you let mm-hmm. him go next year.
0: Yeah, well, I would love to have Matt too, but. Mariota's got a whole nother aspect of experience that Matt had never went yes. through. He and never...
1: like you said, if they similar, it can help him more.
0: Yeah, I mean, Matt. Matt was never. Matt was never cut he was never traded you know he was never you know i mean matt never had just like a huge valley in his career no. you know what i mean like he was always playing regardless yeah. of who was around him and we're not going to argue a damn we're not gonna argue this again yeah, not. Yeah. we're not but he played at a high level for most of his career without yes. having to you know and, and like marcus has been through i mean like out of the league and back as a quarterback and mm-hmm. there's a you know a ton of a ton of uh you know uh pressure on him coming in as a a quarterback out of college you know like to start and be successful so he's been there and done that man so i mean and he's he's not a you know he's not the type of guy that's not going to share that stuff with with desmond he knows what he's there for he's there this year to earn himself another another deal in the nfl
1: somewhere else yeah and and i'll be honest i hope he does because you know it'll be a great story Mm -hmm. um but to just to have a veteran to teach desmond it's going to be helpful, man, because I, I want to see what he does with the with the information. And yep. like you said, he could teach him everything. Yeah. Troy, anything on that?
2: I'd like to see him a little this year. Um, my mentality has shifted a little bit in the last few months. If you, were to, if you would have asked me that three months ago, I would have, like, I mean, like pre-draft, pre-agent signings, I'd be like, screw this. Let's tank this year and go for one of the top, you know, stud quarterbacks next year. I don't think we're going to be that bad this year. I mean. Knowing what we know now, um, I don't know that we're gonna like if we just let it play out. Mariota starts every game. Let's say, I mean, we could we could be a slightly below five hundred team, which doesn't get us in the anywhere in the (laughs) (laughs) range.
1: Say. I don't think we're gonna be that bad this year. We could be a slightly below five hundred. Hey, hey, no, you, no, but look, very look. bad being considered like two to three wins. Gee, woo, Jesus! No, no I, I, I listen. now. Nah, like, he said that, and I got so excited, like, oh shit, okay, talk more. Then he said slightly below five hundred. So, no, yeah. no,
2: three three months ago, I would have said we uh, were, uh, and I did say it on this show, a two to three win team, and Damn. we're we're in the hunt for Bryce Young or, or Stroud. So, that to me, that's a different conversation than what we're having today, I guess is what I'm getting at. So, in light of that, I mean, I feel like at this point, Ritter is probably our guy, assuming that he pans out. You know, he's, he's the future, I think, at this point. So, to your point, John, I, I wouldn't mind not seeing him much this year and just letting things ride out with Mariota. but I'd like to see him a little bit. I, 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 I want to see he, him. He can at least play in the NFL. I'm not, I'm not expecting him to be Matt Ryan. I want to see him at least, you know, see see what he can do. And sure. Back up quarterback syndrome or whatever. But I just want to see him on the field, you know. Yeah,
0: I agree. And I, what I'm excited about is um and I'm again love Matt. We already know our our and and our ever and undying love from Matt on the show will never ever end. But um I'm excited to see what a mobile quarterback is going to do in this Me offense. Too. Cause it brings a whole other and a whole other aspect to it that we've never, mm-hmm. we haven't seen since Mike, man, we haven't yep. seen since 2007, 2008, you know? I mean, so you're looking at, well, no, not 2007, before that 2000, 2005, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Um, so you've got all these weapons now and well, they aren't legitimate weapons. I mean, Drake London, nice. Kyle Pitts. I mean, we'll get to the running backs in a second. Cordell Patterson, you know, Alden Tate and people want to shoot out Alden Tate, man, that dude, was very productive at Cincinnati when given an opportunity. I think yep. given opportunity here, he may be just that as mm-hmm. well. Um, so you add all that into a quarterback that can get outside the pocket and make things happen, extend plays that we haven't been able to really see before, because let's face it, we didn't do a whole lot on the offensive line yet. We've made mm-hmm. a few. We made a few free agency signings. Mm-hmm. We did draft an offensive guard, which we'll get to. So I don't think we – knock on wood, Jesus, I don't think we can get worse. we were last year
1: so for those who don't understand technical terms what john and troy are saying is it's still a shit sandwich but it is on wheat okay it is a shit sandwich but it's on wheat baby a little bit better for you a little bit better for you to digest (laughs) you know and okay so hold on now i want to take this next one too um the second pick out of everybody we picked that blew my mind. Again, I was impressed. Uh, John, you said it. I've said this a few times. John said, if you can play, you can play. If you and you can pick talent, you can pick talent. I'm um, at 82 from Western Kentucky, a linebacker, D'Angelo Malone. Again, the tape was fucking mind-blowing. Man, this dude, man, 94 tackles, man, 18 for a loss with nine sacks, Defensive player of the year 2019 and 2021 to get that at 82. Uh, when we just lost to con and just I mean, we and who knows what Dion is doing. That's I mean, that was a hell of a pick, man, to be able to do. Um, I have to ask you guys, I'm I was so interested to know was he even on your radar at 82? Because I didn't I, I couldn't understand why he would go in at 82. I didn't know if the dude had personal problems. The tape was so overwhelming. I wanted to ask you to: why did this man come at, at 82? I have no understanding of it. Go okay. watch the tape, D'Angelo Malone. I mean, my second, um, my first was Troy Anderson. My second was D'Angelo Malone, and that's over top picks. It was number 82 in the draft, so I wanted to really talk to y'all today and say, was he on your radar, and why was he at 82? Why was he still there?
0: I think we talked about Malone. I don't think we, it was one of the guys we covered. I think he was like one of the, there's also this guy type of conversation. It wasn't, yeah. It was that we did, but we didn't, we didn't look into into depth. And I think the reason that he may have not been on is I think, so he's, he's another edge rusher type of guy, outside Mm -hmm. linebacker, a little undersized. I think he was that they, I think that's what a lot of the scouts, thought, you know, as far as like, you know, little undersized for that. So if he yes. puts some uh, he puts some weight on yes. right now, he's what he's six foot three, two forty three. Mm-hmm. So not that different than Ebuchetti. Ebuchetti's yes. six foot two, two fifty, right? Mm-hmm. So you know you add 10 pounds to this guy. Whew. And you yeah, I mean, yeah. but you're right, Mike, dude, the dude flies around, I mean flies. fast, violent from mm-hmm. Cedar Grove High School
1: here in Atlanta, by the way, mm-hmm. coming home. Oh um yeah. Violent. Like you said, the violent. I I love it. I just I could not believe at 82. um, Number one, I could not believe I was happy with Falcons draft picks, period. But at 82, to be able to get that level of talent, defensive player of the year, 2019 and 2021, just man, 18 tackles for losses. That means you in the backfield in a second or two. His, he, he's
0: he's got some ridiculous bend to him, like going around the edge. Like yes. he's got some ridiculous bend to him, and he is fast, like you said. In space, he 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 he's good change of direction. And I thought the fact that we doubled up on edge rushers was because mm. we talked about that before. To yes. like, well, we hated, what well, we wouldn't hate it if, if we doubled up on edge rushers at all, just because of how bad we damn were at it. Mm. um And then to get a guy like this, who, I mean. Yeah, he's 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 quicker than Eboketti as yes. far as like just off the lines explosiveness I think you know watching But I do have up.
1: to uh but I do have to ask y'all is Western Kentucky I mean like Liberty as far as who they play is this subpar cuz I didn't know if he was killing cuz of who he was playing or if he was really that good I think they, they play a little bit tougher competition don't they Troy? they play some,
0: Definitely like some F- FBS Liberty. schools Yeah I mean
2: they're you know a step above Liberty but Okay. Obviously, a step, or several steps behind the sec or the okay. power.
0: that's where uh, bailey zappy was right
2: i think so yeah
0: and he i mean he, you know he threw for like a hundred thousand freaking yards and set all kinds of records i mean not that many but you know he, I mean, he literally set tons of records there so i mean that's it's it's not it's a different level of competition it's not like top tier fbs yeah. but they do play a little bit better you know for the people
1: um, he was playing he was wrecking the game he was he was single-handedly changing the game so i'm I don't know how that'll translate to the competition of the NFL, but like John said, you add some more muscle to him. You add some power. He get professional trainers and shit. I'm dying to see what this dude can do.
0: And what you said, man, um, Dion, I think, is the wild card in all this. Yeah. Like, if if Dion doesn't get traded, you know, if his mind's still in it and he comes back and he can be the D like at least 80% of the Dion that we knew.
1: Just imagine, John, Dion Jones, Troy Anderson – D'Angelo Malone.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ebiketti.
1: And, I mean, all on the f- command. Yeah, L- Lorenzo Carter as a free agent, you know, who came crazy. on strong at the
0: end of last year. So, yeah, I mean, dude, we – yeah, I mean, like like Troy said, we may not be a two- or three-win team. I mean, we may – you know, our schedule is going to be tougher, but, I mean, damn, we might – you know, we might actually compete this year. I don't want to be too optimistic <laughs> after the draft. But, I mean, like, you know, it's – just yeah, I, I think the chances of us – finishing with the top three picks a little bit slimmer than, you know, it would have been, you know, a month ago or so, mm-hmm. but yeah. So anything, anything else I'm
2: Malone for you, Troy? The, the only thing that I would add for Mike, I hope this doesn't change the way you feel about him or the, or add some pressure for him, but this is. the <laughs> So we essentially traded Matt Ryan for D'Angelo. Just, just, just so you know.
1: Oh, this is now I hate him. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But oh, so this is that. Oh, that is okay. And that's what that's yeah.
2: A little, little bit of extra pressure on him, but
1: yeah, a little bit of extra pressure. You gotta turn out to be good. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah, thanks, Matt.
0: Helps out a little bit. Gift for the road. Mm-hmm. All right, so in our next pick in round five the guy that i uh john (laughs) so wonderfully and uh just prophetically knew we were going to take uh, i remember you
1: doing this (laughs) but where's Uh, byu i i could not think of what that stood for uh, Brigham 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 young Young university
2: mormon school in salt lake
3: okay Okay.
0: yeah so um yeah this guy i watched a lot of when we did the running back show actually it was me alone doing the running back show i did i just that was the only the only show I did by myself yeah, was, well, <laughs> <which, which, whoops. laughs> and you
1: got it right you
0: and you spot on buddy um, but uh, yeah so I mean watching this guy back you know two months ago and then watching him again you know yesterday uh, I mean I just felt like he fit our author's scheme so well like you know and I you know and I thought if we weren't gonna take one of the top tier guys like Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, um, you know, even Brian Robinson, you know, who went by the way to the commanders, Um, you know, then we would end up if we were going to pick near the end of the draft, this is a guy that I wanted because number one, he was, he was a running back. They converted him to linebacker. And then right. he got the running back room, got some injuries. So they said, no, well, you, you can be running back again. Um, was a walk on. All right. He wasn't even, I mean, had no scholarship, had to walk on, earned his way on there. And all he did was freaking rush for. I mean, he's he's five foot ten, two hundred twenty four pounds. He played forty one games, twenty one starts over four years, almost three thousand yards, four hundred fifty two carries, thirty six touchdowns, six point four yards a carry, uh, forty six catches out of the backfield, four hundred thirty seven yards, one touchdown, um, and I think last year he had, uh, I think it was ten. Uh, no, I think it was uh, forty runs for ten yards or more. Okay. Um, so, and the, and the thing that they love about him and what, what shows up on the film is his, his, uh, his run uh, as, um, yards after contact,
3: mm-hmm.
0: he does he not only, go down.
1: Set, so, I
2: think 70% of his yards for the season were after contact, which is incredible.
1: Troy so called this, uh, Troy said this on an earlier show. I said, uh, I had asked him a question, I forget. And he said, he'll go get a guy who suits him. Uh, mm-hmm. Like man, like Arthur Smith will get a guy that Arthur that suits Arthur Smith. When you watch the tape on Tyler, all you can think is Arthur Smith. <laughs> like he oh, went sure. out and got. Hit. I I guarantee you that's his favorite pick. Yeah, he, like, he was like was his...
2: screw best available. I want that guy.
1: Yes, I I believe that.
2: of I want that guy, that guy, that guy. That's who they
1: I believe that wholeheartedly. He said screw best available. I want Tyler. That when you see him run. That was Arthur Smith. Like that's Arthur Smith.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's a big dude. He does not he, he will I mean, he's a fucking linebacker, right? Yeah. I mean, like he he does not mind contact. In fact, he welcomes it. He he's a good blocker. Uh, he he even said in his press conference that, you know, he wasn't used as much out of the backfield as catching, but he thought that was one of his strengths, you know, yeah. like like, like the, And I mean, listen, listening to Terry and Arthur talk about it, like they they think he's a four down back. No, he can, I, he's gonna play special teams he's gonna play he can catch it on third down yeah. he and can he run can it on, block
1: man 5 10 224 okay yeah,
0: yeah. And, I mean, like, and, like,
1: and we need youth at running back we just need yeah. some yeah yeah
0: and, and then and he's got some breakaway speed man that's yeah. what also that's nothing that you know i think and even he said in his in his interview the one thing about him that people kind of sleep on is is the speed is he's like he's like i've you know he's and you watch the film he's break, he breaks away in this he's he's mm-hmm. gone man and uh you know and that dude just listen to his conference too, and I, I watched some video, some interviews with him earlier in the season while he was at BYU. Uh, he plays with a chip on his shoulder too, like I said. That, that was that was, that's the, that's that's the ongoing theme of these these guys. Yes. As well, uh, I mean, they all play. I like, mean, he's got something to prove, you know. Like he said in his interview, he's been he's been slept on most of his life. Yeah. Like if you, like, dude, all you gotta tell me is that, Yes. Yeah. I'm drafting you. Yeah, like if you if you if you if all you've done your entire life is prove people wrong, and mm-hmm. you went from being undraft i mean i mean from uh no not offered a scholarship to walking on changing mm-hmm. positions and then all you do is get yourself drafted in nfl mm-hmm. you know and break i mean do the put up the kind of records that he put up man come on yeah i mean yeah i think and like i said i hope he proves me right because i thought that you know with his mindset and his physicality mm-hmm. you know and, and this he man just a perfect fit like i, and, I think um, he'll, he'll, challenge, I he'll challenge Davis. For the, to start for sure
1: and I love Mike Davis, but it was no breakaway. It was two, three, four yards. It was no, 100%. I'm going to get up behind everybody and take it.
0: No, and I think if he can prove he can block just as well as Mike, you got it. Mike's going to be having a lot of time on the bench this year. Yeah, yep. And he, he going be go-
1: right at Publix bagging my groceries, and <laughs> I cannot wait. I like Tyler, man. I want to see what the young dudes – I'm not being funny. I cannot tell, and I, could... I don't know if I'm wrong or right. I can't tell if I'm this excited because I know about the players, or if, if they picked better than they have in previous years? How about y'all? If you had to say, are we this excited because we now know per player, I've seen on the tape, I exactly know what he's adding and bringing, or do you think they that they actually picked better choices than the previous regime year? Sure.
2: I think there's no question they picked pick better. I mean, I, I I'm the first to admit that I haven't done the deep dive into the years past kind of like john said earlier but i think this is going to be a good class and, and if you if you trust the you know the experts grading you know i've seen a minus or b plus or even some a's for the falcons class uh, i mean i think the experts the so-called experts agree with us that this is a this has been a good a good draft for the falcons mm-hmm. yeah i agree hasn't always I, been the case in years past no i,
0: th- I think it's i mean, think it's, it's a product of we've talked about it before this draft being so deep with talent. I mean, like just, you know, I haven't, I don't remember a draft like this where it was just, I mean, you're getting guys of first round talent in the second and third rounds. Yes. Yes. And so I I think, you know, I hate to say you can't miss, because obviously there's going to be a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of teams that miss on their picks, Mm -hmm. right? This happens every year. But I mean, in in the positions that we need and like seeing the work that they put in to go like, okay, this is where this is not only does this guy, show up on film and whatever, but this is how he fits our defense. This is how he fits that's- our offense. Like, that's what I'm not used to seeing. Like, I mean, like what we read about earlier about uh, what Aaron said about, um, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Um, Anderson. Anderson. it's always about, uh, a, a coverage or, you know, mm-hmm. something else. It's not, I mean, you're getting guys, you're getting athletes, you're getting guys that can play and guys that are angry and guys that are just, I mean, you know, the play, play like with their hair on fire like those Those are all guys you're getting and I mean that and that they've succeeded and put up really really good numbers I mean Mm -hmm. like last year's draft I thought was granted like Troy you just said we didn't go into depth because we didn't I mean you know we were just fans at that point we weren't weren't doing a show about it so we were just kind of watching it on the surface but looking at it you know now like I don't think I'd have been near as excited last year about the guys we got Jalen Mayfield and you know so yeah I think we drafted better for sure um, and I think it was, a, like I said, a product of this, the fact that there's so much talent and the fact that we need so many things, mm-hmm. um, we, okay. you know it. what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, it's hard to like, we're, we're going to upgrade. We upgraded like, everywhere, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and so like, if these guys pan out and do like, like it, it's, it's in. It's insane to say that. Okay, we're going to hit on every single one of these. I mean, mm-hmm. if we do, then man, like they deserve like an award because that never mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's always somebody that's a sure thing and they 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 flame out, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a guy who's under the radar, who you don't know, think's going to make it, like oh, and they they show out. Grady Jarrett was a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. That's got crazy. That. And then you know he comes out and does what he does. You know, so you know Vic Beasley, seventh pick or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it was, eighth pick Ugh. in the draft, and mm-hmm. then he does what he does. So I mean, you just you never know, but I mean like immediate reaction from from everything then yeah i think we they they hit it to, They they knocked it out of the parking like what said you don't see pundits give the falcons a's or B's my ever right you know, we're, always getting, we're always getting damn c's and right you know what i mean like this is the best graph data I, I so it's not just
1: time. it's not just our biased opinion ladies and gentlemen they actually did their thing this year that was mind-blowing and look, I've seen some yeah. folks on
0: Twitter say like fire the. Look, if you're saying fire Arthur and Terry now, then I don't know what the hell you're watching. Number you one, you
1: didn't do the um because I didn't do a deep dive. Like I did the basic dive, do the basic dive, and you won't feel that way. Just do a do a bait. I think these again, the Buffalo Wild Wings fans, shut up. Um, be- be- because you wear a jersey and a hat that match, you should that doesn't qualify you for an opinion. Just look a little bit. You don't have to do what pound for pound does, and and do ten hours of streaming. Go to their thing, and you can see what they said, or just do the little deep dive yourself on all the players, and you won't be disappointed. There's no way you can look at the talent or the tape and be saying fire somebody. They did an excellent job.
0: Yeah, and you can even YouTube and just watch the entire. There's there's. Like, that's what we did. Like, we walked through and, like, we watched. We didn't watch highlights. We watched the entire games of people. Like, you can go on YouTube, type in so-and-so full, you know, film, game film, and there's, there's cut-ups, and it's 10 minutes long of the entire game. Every snap that player took, you can yeah. watch in the game. You can watch it for three or four games. You can see the good plays. You can see the bad plays. Mm-hmm. See it all. So, I mean, like, these aren't guys that – you know that you sit there and look at and go man like we really reached on that one like there's not one guy i can say we reached on this
3: year no most years i'm like
0: damn we really got that guy then Mm -hmm. like i mean so it's to me i mean they just sat back they did what they needed to do to get epicetti which was smart Mm -hmm. um had no problem with them like i said coming up to get that so yeah i mean dude i don't i don't have any and then this next pick we'll get into so justin schaefer and i saw a ton of people wanting jamari sawyer which he was drafted what was it troy a few About five or six before probably. Yeah, it was
2: right before him, yep.
0: Yeah, and I think, yeah, he would have been a better fit uh, in our offense just based on just his athleticism alone. Um, But Schaefer has played almost exclusively at left guard, which we all know who plays left guard right now, right?
1: I'm going to tell you something. I was not impressed by his tape, but I'll tell you one thing. He's tougher than Jalen Mayfield. He's better than Jalen Mayfield. Um, I I was – He his tape wasn't mind blowing either, but man, you could put me at left guard and I would do a better job than Jalen Mayfield. This, a matter of fact, we can go get Liam and put Liam at left guard and Liam will do a better job. All right. So I mean, I'm. Yeah, he does like
0: he does like hitting people. So I mean.
1: Yeah, see what I'm saying. I would, and he's tougher than Jalen Mayfield. I I mean. Um a quick, 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 quick story.
0: Quick story. And I'm gonna go right back to the football. Last yeah. week at Liam's baseball game, he's at second, right? And mm-hmm. uh I guess he did. He found this out. I thought he already knew this, but he realized he found out that it's not legal to truck the shortstop while he's trying to field a ball going to third base.
1: I love that he tried. I don't care,
0: dude. This dude came up to field a ground ball in front of him. He didn't try to go around him. He went right the hell through him. <laughs> and, and uh, he's not a small kid ladies
3: and gentlemen and he got he
0: was he was called out for you know like mm-hmm. runner's interference and then he was explained to this is not football so you can't run through them you have to go that was as funny as hell because he was you saw a smile on his face it was pretty funny mm-hmm. but anyway but i uh, love it
1: but i'm saying that um th- the main thing that showed on his film to me was way tougher dude. stayed with the block long, much much tougher so the reason i don't expect his film to be mind blowing. It's a lineman. It's an offensive lineman as well. If he don't allow the sack, he did good, but right. w- much, much tougher. So Jalen uh, got to run for us. He'll be the backup. I have no doubt in my mind.
0: Yeah. Troy, what you got on Justin?
1: Any from Georgia, which I love to pick.
2: Georgia. I do like that because everybody was screaming about not picking anybody from Georgia. A lot of people were like, especially about the Kobe Dean, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, like like John said, Georgia had 15 picks most of, of any school in, in history. So yeah, I, I mean, I I probably have more SEC bias than anybody, but I, I like picking guys, whether it's SEC or not, from top tier school. Let's we talked about Troy and why I probably skipped over him. But um no, I mean he's he he he's impressive on on film. I don't I'm not gonna act like I know a whole lot about him, but I did not know that he was first cousins of D'Angelo Malone. Also played with him at Cedar Grove High School. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Yeah, it's what are the odds of that? That's cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with it. Obviously, we needed offensive line help, particularly at left guard. So I'm I'm happy. With
0: that. Yeah, and that's that's where I think the difference. Like he's not uh, he's he's pretty athletic. I mean, I, he had to see a few times he was pulling, which in this in, in Arthur's offense, you're going to have to have an athletic guard. That's mm-hmm. you know for, that's one thing. Um, but at um, one thing, like Mike just said. The dude is a mauler. Like he, he, he comes after you. Like and mm-hmm. like, how many times we see Mayfield last year? Not even put his fucking hands on somebody. Oh. Yep. So I mean, like that. That alone, if this dude comes in, like I'm gonna take your job. He might take his job.
1: He's. I have no. I, I have no doubt he'll take it. He's much. Uh, just tougher. A tough. You want a nasty offensive lineman? He looked yeah. nasty. But Jalen is probably a a great person. He probably. I mean, he probably played like taylor swift he baked cookies i bet he's a great dad i bet he he did the boy scouts and i bet he's just a, a immaculate human but that's not you i want somebody to put you on your ass and again stay with it i don't care if he get past you go back and try to and you see um justin was doing that justin's tough i have to
0: check out uh his Wikipedia and see if he indeed likes yeah. to bake cookies. And I'm, sure, I'm
1: sure he does, man. He probably he, he <laughs> likes. Huh? Mary Poppins is his favorite movie. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it is. He's soft, a big soft dude.
0: Oh, uh, and we already talked about Jalen like goddamn so much last year. But I mean, he, uh you know, yeah, he he did play out of position last year. He was forced to play left guard because of injury. Mm-hmm. So you know, we did give him all that as far as like you know, we're not going really, to crush you because you know you were Mm -hmm. forced into it probably way earlier than you should have been Mm -hmm. on a different side of the line than you're used to playing different position all that stuff but some of the stuff we saw was just like I don't care what side like just the physicality was not there a lot of times you know what I mean so that that's the biggest thing that for me that hopefully Jalen you know I mean I hope he takes a big jump I mean you know I mean like if, if if he if he wins out the job great that means
1: that he did take a big jump a big jump off a cliff. I don't want you to win a job. I don't want you to be the backup. I don't want you on a team. I know garbage when I see it. If I I look to my left and I see garbage, or it's on my right, (laughs) either way it's garbage. I don't want you here. Um, John say something all the time in regards to his kid. Um, I'm not gonna critique you when you miss or you do something when you make a mistake. But when it's effort-based, we need to have a conversation that's why i what i saw last year was some man effort based yeah, and, and that is if he's struggling talent wise i'm a falcon fanatic i'm gonna be optimistic until you off the team but when it's effort-based man i thought a few of those he didn't it didn't even look like he wanted the contact like he didn't want like it was weird mm-hmm. i don't it, it i'm gonna tell you i wouldn't if i had to you know how they say uh ridley was betting Yep. If they just put – it was an Atlanta Falcon betting on the game, I would have ten times in a row picked Jalen Mayfield. I would have <laughs> – oh, that's clear. This is obvious who's betting on the game. I would have uh, never picked Calvin because he serious. let some people go a few times. Like, he didn't like Matt Ryan or something. It was weird.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it was – there were times he literally – I mean, you look at the replay and the dude either didn't know who he was supposed to block or he – he literally just let people go by. He let
1: them go. Yeah, it
0: was just it was crazy.
1: Um, So, yeah, I, I don't I don't get that one at all. So um, hold on, John. I got to jump in one more time because yeah. I, I really like this pick 213. For Again, I thought the Falcons just did their thing with talent level 213. You pick somebody quality. Um, Lee Smith retired. Who's my man? I love Lee Smith. A six foot two, two 250 pound tight end. Again, we don't need a receiving tight end. That's not uh, what I believe they got him for. This dude might be one of the best blocking tight ends uh, for what he's bringing. That's what we need. I mean, this dude is nasty. I mean, a nasty tight end. Again, tough physical tight end. I cannot wait to see him block. And he could catch, he could run. I was all that. So we're going to see that too. But I think they brought that dude in to block. That dude is a hell of a blocker, and he's big. Um, I, that's what we need from a tight and Kyle Pitts should be an average block. He's more of a receiver that he's too fast to be still staying in on the line of block. Um, to get John Fitzpatrick, I thought was an excellent pick for a blocking tight end. I thought, I thought that was quite when you see the tape, it was impressive. And that's at 213. So, I mean, I have no issue with Atlanta right now. I'm a good blocking tight end is what we needed because Lee Smith is gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we signed what, uh, Fersker, Anthony Fersker from Tennessee mm-hmm. is another tight and, You know, mm-hmm. he's he's more of a pass catcher than, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, we like needed dude, a blocker. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, he's six foot seven, 250. That's what I'm saying. A large ass dude right there. Um, and yeah, he, he didn't, you know, he caught 17 catches, 200 yards. You know, I mean, and what's his name? Uh, that Georgia, uh, Brock, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, Brock Bowers. I mean, that dude, he's, he's going to be a top. Ten pick, you know, whenever he comes out in the NFL. So I mean, like, probably he'll be a first round for sure. But I mean, like, he's so he's not gonna catch many balls when you got no. Brock Bowers uh, on the other side. But yeah, I mean, like, he's not gonna be asked to catch. He's gonna be asked to come in there and sure up that that side yep. of whatever he's on. So mm-hmm. I mean, and he could be, you know, Smith calls he he could be sneaky, you know. They That's could use what him. I
1: felt. And he was a, he looked like he could run routes well. He could catch. Yeah. He was fast. He his hands were sure. I I have no like John Fitzpatrick.
0: Yeah, if you're down in the red zone, I mean, who are you gonna guard? Pitts, right? You're gonna guard Pitts, you're gonna make sure Cordell's taken care of, you're gonna make sure Drake's taken care of. So if you got a double tight end, two tight end set, I mean John's going go out there, you throw it me six foot seven.
1: Throw it and up we can just give the ball to Tyler now. That's right. You gotta yeah. guard everybody.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's come. Yeah, exactly right. Anything on Mister Fitzpatrick there for you, Troy? Yeah,
2: I, I don't know that we know how good he is. Like you said, he came from a stacked UGA team. His numbers weren't there. At least his offensive numbers weren't there. But mm-hmm. all indications are he has solid hands. And he can, of course, he can block. We all, we all know that he can block us. Everybody. That's kind of what he's, I guess, known for. Why they picked him. But I think he could be a be a solid kind of like you said, sneaky. Uh, you know, fifth option in the in the red zone. The only thing I would I would note, and it's really more about Algier and uh, Drake London, is talking about the theme of the draft. Is you know you had mentioned John that uh, Algier led the led the nation in TDs last year. Mm-hmm. For backs. I think they put a heavy emphasis on red zone. Um, both Drake London and Algier can get in the end zone. We all know we've struggled with that in the past. I mean, Julio Jones couldn't couldn't hardly get in the. Red zone. So I think that was one of their conscious efforts is get guys that can score. And they, I think they did that. So
1: I think I'm uh, I think that's a great point. When you look at the, we should be good in the red zone. Cause we didn't, we couldn't get in there for like two years in a row. Oh. Um, last I think these guys can get in an end zone. I think and you and don't you, know and you can't focus in on one anymore. You got a few dudes who can get an end zone. And you're have
0: going to have somebody watching
1: the quarterback. Yeah, and that's the thing that I told you, like uh, I love Matt Ryan, no knock, I will never do that. But I knew when he left, we were at That is an entire new playbook, like uh, an entire new playbook of plays and things you can do when it break down. When Matt's broke down, he had to throw it out of bounds really quick. Um, when a dude can take off, you, and Marcus can run even, so. I'm, in, I'm impressed, and I cannot wait to see what the team does. I'm excited now. I didn't want Matt to go, but after Matt, I feel like
0: I'm ready. Yeah, and, and I mean, nobody's talking about the Deshaun Watson debacle anymore, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's like they totally redeemed themselves here with, this, mm-hmm. uh, with some of the free signings. That, that we didn't I give
1: mean, him all that damn money. So, oh, well. my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it still – I don't want to get back into it. It still boggles me a little bit that that was even a consideration, based on just yeah. knowing what we I need. mean. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it would no. have been like Troy. To me, it have been like Kimball on the Braves a few years ago. And you've got a guy who, you know, well, you, your team is shit, but you this guy you have a you have a closer that you're never going to use. Like we'd have a quarterback with the team is
1: shit. <laughs> like, and I mean, that was my whole thing, John. Like, uh, why I wouldn't. Well, well, we have to rebuild everything. So it's like having like, it's like having like rims on a shitty car. Why did you go get rims? Like well, you got these amazing rims in your car and you're like, man, Mira has duct tape on it. Like the whole thing, like it scratches on it, like the bumper falling off and you went and got rims. Oh like, yeah, your damn look,
0: muffler's dragging, dude.
1: Yeah, and it's sparks flying and shit. It's smoke coming out the back. Like, but you went and got rims. I don't, um, I'm so glad that fell through. Even though I was, excited for it for a small bit of time in retrospect man that helped us that he didn't come to Atlanta
0: like I really wish I knew though like I would I love to see the the what the proposed trade was like how how are they going to make that happen like I'm lo- I would love to see that math and that and that, w-
1: w- that would have fucked us for a few seasons to be honest oh, but yeah. now just a- imagine next year when we got all the cap when we got just imagine with these players Adding on that, especially if we don't do too well, and we get a high draft pick, and we got the cap, and with these players, dude, we'll have uh, like a hundred and ten million that's to spend what the, next year. Man,
0: yeah, so that we we dodge a big ass bullet on
1: that one. Big ass bullet.
0: And uh, side note, have y'all seen? Did y'all see the picture of uh, Caleb McGarry last week? No. Hmm. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, it ripped looks like a fucking viking okay <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, he's, he's got the long hair he put on some yeah. size like he looks like a big like doesn't mean he can block anybody mm-hmm. um but i mean like he you know he, he definitely has been putting in the work so you know and they signed uh, jermaine afeti you know to i think probably push we talked about this mike i think on the last show mm-hmm. or push show before that um to, to push him you know at least uh, right tackle uh or even you know even you know because Jalen played right tackle and in college, you know? So, I mean, like that, I don't know, who knows, man. I mean, that, <laughs> I guess we'll see. Well, the, the offensive line to me is the biggest, still the biggest question mark. Cause you got two guys that need to make a huge improvement or be replaced. So
1: well, now John and Troy, uh, do y'all remember, um Toby was on and the pound for pound guys. And they were telling me it was a nasty offensive lineman. You recall that dude? I was just wanting to know where he went. The one y'all said, he do a little bit, bit like extra oh, after the play. He draft was or free agent? Draft. He was in college, but he was doing extra after the play. He was just a nasty offensive lineman. And I, because I said I wanted a nasty offensive lineman, and y'all was saying I was raving about one specific dude that y'all was like, he do a little extra uh, after the plays. He had an attitude. Um, was that not Bernard Raymond? Nah, he had a funny name. I don't know. I gotta check. I, I got Was he one of like the top, top tier guys? Top tier um offensive lineman. Oh, I
0: thought it was but not Raymond from, uh, he was from Austria. Not a, a
1: man. This dude so had it was a the NC
2: State guy, Icky. Icky, Icky,
1: Icky
2: yeah. And then Evan Nil from Bama, Charles Cross, Mississippi State, went top 10. Let me uh, just
1: put in this real quick. Uh, I don't forgot who that dude was. I just want to know where he went, so because uh, that's who I, I wanted. I thought that yep. was going to be an amazing pick for our mm-hmm. offensive line.
2: Yeah, there were three offensive linemen in the
1: top ten. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, I'm so, pretty sure, dude. I'm pretty sure it's Bernard Raymond, dude. Raymond. Yeah. It may have been Bernard
0: Raymond. Uh, I would have loved. Just looking just wanted... at, I'm just. I'm just looking at some. Um... Of the senior bowl because that's, that's that we did we talked to them right after this yeah bowl.
1: because it was he was in the senior bowl yeah
0: he was throwing people around yeah um yeah it is and he went to the colts
1: <clears throat> oh are you joking yeah. maddie i love you matt congrats buddy hey they did good so they went and got him a nasty offensive lineman a big wide receiver oh you know what no it, and may, have a been, it, may, it may have been trevor Penning was it trevor Penning that's who it was yeah, Trevor that's Penning. who it was. What is his name? Penny? Tre- is that Trevor what you're saying? Penning. Trevor Penning. Now who did it? Now where did he go? So you want to look that up? Trevor Penning.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm sad to inform you guys, he went to the Saints.
1: Did he really? Late
2: first rounds.
1: Mother. That was the attitude I wanted on our offensive line.
2: He was 19th overall.
1: Trevor Penning. Yeah, he that he deserved it. want because the pound for pound boys was raving about him and they told me he was the nastiest one, like yeah, not say the, the best new, one, but the nastiest one.
0: Yeah, I just pulled out, the first thing I pulled out when I typed it in, it says new Saints offensive lineman, Trevor Penn, the nastiest offensive lineman See? in the draft. That's mm.
1: the one, I same you, thing, bet, bet man, pound for that. pound don't miss. Shout out to those dudes. Cause they called. I said, who's the nastiest one? Who's the one, the gritty? And they said, oh, Penny. Yeah. 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 And then I just wanted that attitude.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and so, yeah, Chris will love that. So, we'll have to have him. We'll have to have him on pretty soon. We'll talk to, yeah talk about the Saints draft. They, yeah. he, Chris caught it, though. He, Chris, uh, he said months ago that he thought Chris Olave was who they were going to go with. And uh, they that's who they went with. And so, I mean, it would be a good receiver for them. He's – depending on how Jameis comes back yeah. from his injury. I mean, you know, we'll see. But so, I mean, so I guess after the – after well, we've covered all the guys in the draft, I mean, what – since everybody else has graded us, I got you a do? question.
1: Yeah. Uh before you grade the, the whole thing overall, um, you guys have been saying this all throughout the show. So I want to bring, are y'all really sick about uh I don't know, are you saying Kobe Dean or are you saying no Kobe Dean? N Kobe. Okay, do y'all now we passed on him? Are y'all sick about that?
2: I'm going tell.
0: Yeah, it's just one of, if if there was no injury concerns whatsoever, then I'd be pretty sick about it. Yeah. Cause I mean uh I just don't know. Like obviously those teams know more than we do, right? Okay. So there's gotta be a reason <laughs> that all these teams
1: passed. Um, so I don't know. It's just it's just Corey weird. Scratching his head like he don't know, he don't know the reason.
2: No, no, I mean he went 83rd overall, I believe. And so think about the late third rounds. It wasn't just us that passed on. I mean mm-hmm. it, <laughs> It was it was every other team in the league what, twice at least some some, some three times. So something something's up. I mean I, I know he denied this whole injury thing. He even admitted that it cost him a lot of money. The the but like you said, John. I mean his agent should have been out there screaming. You know he's fine. He's fine. You know so. I, I don't know something's up. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, if if he is healthy, then yeah. I mean I think the entire league's going to be. Uh, he's going to be on a revenge tour. For- for for sure i mean you know he's gonna have a a fucking boulder on his shoulder i mean for getting passed up on all those guys so i mean Mm -hmm. because i mean dude he he was a top like i said top 20 is probably basically where he was projected the entire pre-draft season Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i mean that's you're you're talking about the leader of the best defense in the in college football so i mean it's you know he's a tackling machine smart guy gets his guys and gets his guys in place it's set i mean yeah, if he's healthy, he's going to be a stud for Philadelphia. I hate to say it, but
1: yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, so if you had to grade the overall Atlanta Falcons 2022 draft, what would you give? I must be I just want to start cuz you know I'm optimistic. I say A cuz I think Super Bowl every time. I think do the play. I'm gonna say Super Bowl. I'm calling Super Bowl with Marcus Mariota. That's what I'm doing. That's how excited I am for Troy Anderson. Okay, I'm calling Super Bowl with Troy. Anderson Man, right now, should, I
0: think we should all go put down a hundred dollars on it.
1: No, you see, yeah, there we go. I will go. I, I said, I, I love the picks, I did, uh, but again, I will give a small uh, um, ask. Okay. Oh, done? there you go, Troy.
2: So, so, this is from last year, unfortunately. 50 right. one. To,
1: to hey, I'm gonna go put a hundred on, I swear to god, I'm gonna just do it just cuz, just cuz, but um. One um, year you'll hit, hopefully before we die. One year before I, know, I die. I was so that, you. that
2: was hundred to one mm-hmm. odds, so I've got plenty of years to to get those odds. <laughs> hey, I
1: got it. Yeah, I've got to take those odds. You know, just in case I win. But I'm gonna do uh, a, and I'm gonna say that. But again, I give a small little asterisk uh, to say um, I could be this impressed because it's the only I've ever known who we drafted, and I knew about the players. I know what they bring to the table and I know how they fit in the specific system we run. So maybe uh, I'm like so skewed and I'm so excited for Troy Anderson and D'Angelo Malone. Uh, I cannot wait. And these were later picks. So I'm just going back to what John said. If you can pick talent, you can pick talent. And if you went to Montana State and Western Kentucky, if you was looking like that, that even Troy didn't know. Troy is the ex Okay, Troy, like past summer. Okay, when Troy missed it, <laughs> you was doing your fucking job. So I, I respect it, and I'm gonna say, hey, and I'm just so excited. My thing, my whole thing was Matt Ryan. When Matty left, now I'm just excited for the youth. So I say, hey. Yeah, Troy.
2: I'm with you, Mike. Um, maybe not as optimistic, but yeah. I would say A minus B plus. I'm good about it, you know. I was cautiously optimistic going in thinking how are we going to screw this up? There's so many needs, you know, we're going to, we're going to draft a punter kind of deal, but um, no, I think they went a long ways in addressing the many needs that we have. And y'all heard me on some of the preview shows and I was edge, edge, edge. I wanted to go edge at eight really originally, but no, I think it couldn't have worked out better. All things considered. And I'm, I'm happy overall, I man. I think they got what, seven potential studs.
1: Now, now, John is going to be the hardest one on. Her. I'm telling you, I can see it in his face. I know John so well. John will. I'm dying here. If John give him an A, a B, or a C, I don't think he, he's not going D. What do you say, Johnny Yates?
0: Uh, C plus. No, I'm just kidding. No, no,
1: no, no, I'm, not, I'm, on, I'm not, not, not,
0: not at all. No, dude, I um, you're gonna catch me. You're gonna catch me being optimistic this time, man.
1: Oh, Johnny Yates, optimistic. I got it. So you say A or B? I say A, man. Say oh a. shit. Okay, why I you say A? a.
0: Because, I mean, you know, because of how it all fell. I mean, like, I, I think it's just, you know, if if things are that, out, that were out of our control would have happened and, you know, we maybe would have not got Epiketti and stuff like that would have mm-hmm. happened or, you know, then if, like I said, if it goes back to if, if, if we don't draft Epiketti there, then Drake looks like a reach. It looks like, well, damn, we should have took a, an edge rusher there nope. with, as, with as deep as the receivers are. We could have got, you know... Uh, whoever pick maybe a Pickens maybe somebody else at, at that time later on so you know the fact that the, the way that it fell and then after we get our first two guys finding the value and in, in Ritter it like we said at 74 or whatever yeah. it was um, and then getting Anderson who was on nobody's freaking radar you know and and, and then you know of course you just basically filled a need you you, you got you got some competition for Jalen with Schaefer you got a blocking tight end you got two edge rushers which we needed you know you got a linebacker that's going to either replace or challenge Dion. I mean we got the running back yeah dude yeah I left my favorite guy I left me in mm-hmm. the running back that you know that I wanted from the get-go mm-hmm. um so I mean yeah I mean we had so many needs like Troy said we we addressed Every single thing we got, we, we there was a need for it, you know. And and like we said before too, we're not gonna we're not gonna fix everything with this draft or free agency. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna take a couple of years to, mm-hmm. to really really come. But man, like if this is the start, if this is the of the you know, or, or like the base of all the of what we're gonna build on, then I think we got a pretty solid base mm-hmm. to build around. Especially if the guys, you know, that we think, you know, like I said, dude, if, if three or four of these seven turn out, yeah. Then that, that's a, that's a big plus, you know. So I mean, and I, I you you would like to think London's going to be a hit, Epik is going to mm-hmm. be a hit, you know. Ritter, you cross your fingers is going to be your quarterback, you know. Algier, man, I just I don't see how he doesn't succeed in the league just based on his mentality, the way he runs, what his skill sets are. That's mm-hmm. four right there. Mm-hmm. So then you're looking at Malone, you know. I mean, that's a guy who could easily, like we said, gain a few pounds or. Mm-hmm. Maybe he stays where he's at yeah. and you play him outside of, I mean, I just, man, I just, and I, ha- I hate having like that Falcon bias and then, then being overly optimistic, but Mike, man, I mean, I'm like you, buddy. I mean, I hate, I, I have a hard time seeing some of the, some of the failures here,
1: man. I'm out of my Falcon bias, man. I got a Falcon bias and I love it. Um, uh, okay. So, but I do have one more. Um, we drafted eight people. Uh, what? You you already know my favorite is Troy Anderson. Troy, who's your favorite? Who's the one person that stands out to you as the one you think is going to really – is going to be one – I wouldn't say guaranteed because, like you said, you don't know. But who do you think is most likely to be a stud? I
2: hate to even go there, but I think I'm with John on Tyler Algier. Um, Mm. It's, to me, like, so often the lower – tier guys have have that chip on that shoulder and coming out just with that fire and I think he's going to be one of those guys I mean I I, I, I kind of like BYU guys in general you know they're uh, really all of these guys another thing that we didn't really talk about is I think every one of these guys except maybe Fitzpatrick are captains on the team so they obviously went heavy on leaders leader type players mm-hmm. but um, I think he's got all the intangibles to to just have a chip on his shoulder and really run hard and be a successful NFL player. So I'm excited about him, especially for where we got him, you know, a value pick. And then I, I would like to think five years from now, I'll say it's Desmond Ritter, you know, to get him as a third round. I mean, like we all talked about, he could have easily been a first round pick. Um, and I would not have been happy about that taking him at eight, certainly. But like we said, I mean, th- third round, absolutely. I'm willing to take a shot at that. So We'll see how that shakes out, but I'm, I'm excited about him, too.
1: John, are you saying Tyler out of the eight? You saying Tyler, too, or you got somebody my, else? My favorite? Yeah, uh, who yeah. do you think is the most, like, I wouldn't say guaranteed, but most likely to be that dude?
0: I really think Drake's going to be a hell of a receiver. Like, I think, okay. I mean, as far as, like, just, I mean, I hate I mean, I know he's number one pick for us this year. But, I mean, like, yeah, I think, overall, the the top side, uh, the, the, the ceiling for him, mike evans or above i think you know like he can be that type of guy um but yeah i mean i'm, I'm with you know I, my my guy Algier, man like, like like troy said i mean i hate and, and look football more than any other sport man and 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 uh, terry and arthur said about it mentioned it in their press conferences they go they watch how these guys practice mm-hmm. like they don't they don't just look at the game film That's not just you turn on a the switch they want to see how how physical and how like how hard these guys go on practice because that tells a lot about their makeup and their character right so, and football more than in their sport. Like if you, if you are, you know, if you have that chip, if you have that, that fire, man, that pushes you, even though you weren't maybe a high draft pick or you weren't, you know, if you've always had to fight for it, mm-hmm. to me, like I want those guys, man. I want those yeah. guys every time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, yeah, I think we got a bunch of those guys. I mean, we, I mean, you know, so, I mean, I I think it'll be, it'll be a plus. I mean, these young guys are going to come in they're going to push the hell out of Dion. They're going to push the hell out of some of these veterans that we've had, you know? So, uh, and speaking of like, so we did, they've, they've signed a lot of undrafted free agents. Um, I'm not going to go through them all, but a couple that stood out, um, we signed uh, a center or no, was the offensive tackle, Yeah, offensive tackle Uh, coach Mike Vrabel. We signed his son, uh, Tyler Vrabel. Uh, okay. from Boston College, so he, he could be somebody that sneaks in there and, you know, makes the club. Um, and then a sneaky receiver that we got, Tyshawn James out of Central Connecticut. Um, okay. Yeah, so he he might be a guy. And then I thought – I didn't know this, but Brad Hawkins, safety from Michigan, um, okay. which is – I thought that's – he might be interesting if we, to watch um, because he, he was pretty solid at Michigan. I was kind of surprised he didn't get drafted, to be honest. Um, and there's some other guys that, like I said, we're not going to – get into because there's a lot of guys um most of the most of which we've never heard of and then my wide receiver kick returner uh, jared bernard out of ferris state you know well-known yeah. ferris state well state, uh, yeah. ferris state <laughs> um so yeah i mean it, we'll see how it all breaks down man over the next uh you know the, the i think the otas and the and this can be a just a fascinating offseason man like once yeah. we get things going see how these guys respond to the competition and and you know, because the running back room, you're looking at what Mike Davis, um uh, a Algier, I I guess Cordell, you know, occasionally. Um, so I mean, and then the dude we got what from uh the Bears, what's his name? Damien Williams. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I mean he he's more of a I think a change of the pace type of guy. But I mean it's wide open, man. It's a wide open competition for a lot of wide, a lot of positions. So you love you love to see that, you know, whoever's gonna come out and 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 win it and earn it you know that's what you want to see Mm -hmm. so
1: like um i'm I'm with you i think um you get those players with the chip i'm thinking of uh steve smith from the carolina panthers remember that dude steve oh yeah uh this dude was little but i don't know what happened to him in his childhood man uh one of the toughest dudes uh stiff arm just always was angry always was angry to the end Mm -hmm. so he was with the ravens this dude was still angry um But that fuels you a lot of times to be great. So I'm, uh, and man, Kobe Bryant, when you hear him talk about himself when he was a child, uh, he didn't have friends. So even when he was in high school, he wasn't, he didn't have friends. So he wasn't invited to, he wasn't one of the cool kids. So what that meant was Kobe was always in the gym by himself. It didn't have really a lot of girls that liked him. The boy didn't really have a lot of friends, but look what that made from, you know, you're able to focus and look what, so those people always want to be like, "I got some shit to prove, and I'm gonna show you, you should have shed your tater tots at the lunch table type shit." And I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm percent. Anything, Troy?
2: Some so Mike, Steve Smith, third round draft pick. So perfect <laughs> what we're talking about. See what I'm what saying? The soft. dude
1: always mad. Was always mad, and Steve Smith was little. Yeah. So to play like that, I, he was always always blew my mind. Um nine,
2: 195, about one ninety five, about
1: my size. See what I'm saying? <laughs> But does you angry? I don't just I think he was like, I'm approved. Every last team that passed on me, I'ma you. And Steve Smith was unguardable when he was at the top in his prime. And mm-hmm. even as an older man, you couldn't couldn't nobody do nothing with Steve Smith. So I love it. I think you go get those guys. And um man, Arthur Smith is impressing me with changing the culture of the locker. Man, we got a loser team and they play like losers sometimes and they give up and the fans give up. So I'm enjoying this dude change. He's doing what I thought Dan Quinn was doing, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I thought Dan Quinn was changing the men. Now we, because our players started hitting harder and they wouldn't run out of bounds and they was faster. So I thought that's what he was doing. And then he got to baking cookies and he got to watching Mary Poppins and shit. So now Arthur Smith just seemed no nonsense. Like he is really going to get those young players with an attitude and that are tough and who want to play football.
0: DQ was great about, uh, about talking about it. Like he, great he, slogans. Uh, he had phenomenal slogans yeah. and he would yeah. tell you how tough and how fast and how aggressive they were going to be. And then they weren't. Yeah. You know? And so, um, you know, I think, like you said, I mean, Arthur Smith is a little bit like you watch him in his interviews now and I've seen enough of him now, like dude just deadpan. I mean, hilarious, like, mm-hmm. like no, you know just dry personality but you can tell like from last season to this season and the guys they've added like they have, they knew that this team was soft you know mm-hmm. i mean whether they want to whether the guys themselves want to admit it or not like they knew this team was soft so these mm-hmm. guys they've added they are not soft dudes not nah. and that's going to spread man like yeah that type of physicality and that attitude that's going to spread without uh, within the
1: locker room and they're just gonna keep adding
0: to it i mean so
1: nobody we got look' I'm, I'm, I'm at the list nobody we got was soft No hell no. The last pick at two hundred and thirteen, John Fitzpatrick. I said it's not soft. Go watch him block. Nasty tight end, Um, Schaefer at one ninety. I said the main thing that stood out was tough. Mm -hmm. So these dudes is not. mm, I can't wait. Yeah, me either, man. Yeah, we're gonna have. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun, dude. It's
0: gonna be a fun season to Mm -hmm. to uh, talk about and do shows and. So I guess what we'll do is. We need to have a few guests on, probably between now and like OTAs. Get some folks on, talk about the team. Mm-hmm. We need to get we need to get Chris on, talk about the Saints, see how they uh, how how they're shaping up because you know we got to keep an eye on those assholes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, and then once we get into OTAs,
1: I got to get D, we got to get DW to talk Colts. I'd love like to get DW I'm, back I'm on. I'm yeah. to hear what they're doing over there.
0: Yeah, we got to get him back on. And uh, so we'll, guys, we'll keep doing that over the next uh, few months. And as we get into OTAs and and uh you know in the summer months as really as you know they get they get into more football activities and we'll put out some more shows as
1: I'll come up with some new as crazy we need. fun shit, trust me. Oh yeah,
0: no, we're mm-hmm. gonna keep going. Yeah, and then we'll lead right into the season, man. So, like for anybody that's new that's listening to us for the first time, like I said, we gained a lot of new followers uh, in the last week, which again greatly mm-hmm. appreciate. And uh, if you guys mm-hmm. listened to us first time, hope you enjoyed it, hope you like it um i said it on twitter but in case you missed it during the season we, we we do a preview show every week which we try to get out around wednesday or thursday and then uh we do our of course a recap show um after the game sometimes we'll do it it depends on how emotional we are after the
1: game it does <laughs> if it's, it's so. a shitty
0: game and we're just pissed yeah. off then we don't i mean we're you know we did a few of them and they were good i mean we like, yeah we we, 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 we we you know it was it was all fresh it's raw know? it's very raw yeah but you know uh you know, and then but we'll it, we'll at least have it out by Monday. So yeah. you know, if the Monday show is we've at least had twenty four hours to digest mm-hmm. it and kind of understand like okay, maybe this wasn't as bad as it looked, that type of thing. But we'll we'll do a good mixture. We'll do some immediate reaction shows, yeah. and we'll do some like you know after the fact. um So yeah, that we do those, and, and like I said, we've had some great guests on so far. If you go back and look, if y'all want to go back I and mean, we had uh, you know with Damsky, pound for pound guys uh dw who formerly of the falcoholic now writes for uh, the blue stampede i believe is what it's called for the colts um uh yeah i mean we, the Savion Mixon of the uh, sacrifice pre-success another uh, just off just a different podcast you guys go check that out too um so yeah i mean uh we've we've had some great guests man so all ready- our new
1: listeners uh just go back and number one Y'all want to get to know us. Uh, The last podcast we did was all about that. Uh, You can break that up. If you got a road trip, uh, a few trips to work and back, and you should be able to cover all that. But uh, besides that, go just pick an old random show. They're all good. I I do that sometimes, and I laugh my ass off just at some of the shit that (laughs) we, I don't know what we're doing. We go completely off the rails on this this podcast sometimes. But it's
0: amazing. We have to live up to the name, man.
1: Yeah, we got to be out of our <laughs> fucking mind sometimes. So some of this shit we talking is just insane, but I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, we and uh, uh, we've had uh, this is our 40th show. Um, Troy, you've probably been on shit probably 10 of them, right? Yeah, 10 yep. or 15 of them. So Absolutely. and Troy, he'll, he'll he'll keep joining us. I mean, throughout yeah. the season too. So I mean, like it brings another element to the show. So I mean, it's you know the three of us will will be you know around for sure. And then like uh, we have a, a Saints. A fan, a friend of ours. He's the only saint. He's the only good Saints person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, ever, ever, uh, ever. Uh, mm-hmm. but his name is Chris Howard. He comes on. He came on with us last year for both uh Saints games, actually, and talked mm-hmm. about it, reading up to it. Dude knows the Saints inside and out. Like mm-hmm. it's they could see he knows more about. I mean, it's crazy the the mm-hmm. knowledge he has on the Saints. So it's it's fun to have him on. And uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's basically what we do, guys. And we, you know, we we try to bring like this. This is actually gonna be a long episode. Looking at it, I man, we've been going for a bit, but you know, it's an important episode. It's a draft, so we got to talk yeah, about it's it. Yeah, the draft know? episode. So yeah, we're gonna so we talk slice a lot about it. That. Up. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, we we get into entertainment. We get into Netflix. We get into other Atlanta sports. Which, by the way, the Braves freaking lost the series today to the Rangers that's great um so uh you know we, we talk about a lot of different things but we it's all it's all falcon centered and that's what we that's what we uh that's our that's our main thing but like i
1: said you're gonna, you're gonna get a lot more than just falcons talk from us so mm. hope you guys hope you guys enjoy yes. that and like it i guarantee you if you go pick a random show it's a maddie ice rant from me on any show <laughs> you pick. Okay, i guarantee you i went off about matt ryan on almost every show we've ever done <laughs> so Odds are.
2: Personally, if I were to say go back and listen to one show, it's the one that you guys honored Matt Ryan.
1: Oh, Farewell, well, Farewell, yeah. Maddie Ice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and Mike's dad. But uh,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was a really, really good one. Farewell, Maddie Ice was an amazing show. Yeah. You got to go see that. Yeah. We, so, we like, yeah. That was Mike. Yeah. You had an epic, like, and it I had an a epic one. Right. I don't know which one was that. Was that Fairmail, Farewell Matty Ice? Which,
2: whichever one that was is the one you
1: need to listen to. <laughs> yeah. pretty sure person.
0: it was.
2: Absolutely And one of those
1: was, I don't think it was Farewell Matt. the one where I came in hot when they tried to trade him. Maybe that's that the was one. I, That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, maybe I don't think – I believe it was 36 or was when I the, did that. Was that the WTF show? Maybe was that the, was because we had – because I think that you and Troy had just done one. And like three days later, we had to do another one. Remember, And you
0: know, <sighs> we've got we've got thirty five. Episode thirty five is what the fuck um, that's uh, we we t- well, that was basically when the fal- when the Watson thing just happened. And then like when the Watson thing broke down, we did the how the Falcon. How did this Falcon happen? <laughs> episode, yeah. So no, it was thirty six. I think it might have been that one.
1: My yeah, favorites, man, was 35, 36, and uh, thirty seven. Where it's probably safe days.
0: if you guys just go back and listen to 35, 36,
1: and 35. 37, then you'll definitely be careful. Hey, just because I do that all the time. Man, I play 35, I play 36, and 37. So if y'all want some classic shit, 35, 36, and 37 are classic out of your falcon mind shit. Yeah, there you go. So how about this? To, and to end it off, you know we got to do it every time. How about overrated, underrated? You still want to go? I don't have any
2: today, guys.
1: Troy says he don't have one. Exact, so how about me and you, Johnny Yes, You want to do it? Hey, Troy, how about if how about if you go last? If you just give us one? Uh, you just go last. Okay. ahead. Okay. Oh, hold on. I'm going to see if I got one. Um, I got one. I got one for sure. Okay. I, I'm gonna, I'll go overrated and I'm going to go uh, speeding. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. I it's, like this. I'm going to tell you why why it's overrated. However, it feels good. It feels good as shit when you playing that one song and you get to going mm-hmm. fast. But I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you speeding. Here's why it's overrated when you speed. Cause just think about the have you ever have you ever had a person that that went who almost killed you, almost killed yourself. They went in and out, in and out, or they did something really risky, and then you stopped at a light and you were sitting beside them anyway. Dude, they ended up look. at the same light. This is why
0: you and I are doing this show, because I swear to god, I'm not lying. I thought about doing this very thing on underrated over like two weeks ago. Dog, okay. I love I, you literally, like your exact sentences. Like, I literally, like, it, this dude damn near rear ended me and then sped around me. And then, like, let's say what you just said two lights down the road. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? Like,
1: you're like, right there with him. I'm and, glad you got and, there so quickly. And here's the thing is, I just want y'all to do, I wasn't good at math, but we're gonna do a small little math problem, okay? Speeding makes sense. <laughs> If you're going long distance, if I was to drive to D.C. and I was doing 80 or I was doing 60, that would make a difference. If I got a job that's a half an hour away, me risking my life going in and out, I'm probably even if all goes well, I get there two to three minutes earlier than I would have if I would have drove a regular pace. So you risking a ticket, your life, your car and someone else's life in their car. To swerve in and out to get to a destination that's not far, you won't save two minutes. So don't get a a speeding, a speeding ticket that's $200, $300 to save two minutes. And don't just that it makes no sense. You will, if, if you don't plan on speeding through the light, then don't fucking speed. It, you have to stop at the light anyway. It doesn't make sense. Don't. Just go go in and out of traffic. A lot of people can't drive. You will startle the person. And even if you get away, you scared this person into hitting the railing or doing something else. Just, it makes no sense to speed. So that's just overrated. It feel good when you're on the highway in, a, in like early morning. That's when you can go a bit faster. There are less cars. You could put your music on and zone out and you go a little bit faster. That feels good. But when we in rush hour traffic, Man, Georgia got notoriously horrific traffic. So, speeding through cars in Georgia, what are you? There's no, if you want to speed, get all the way in the left hand in the easy pass lane and just take the ticket. Yeah. Just drive and you can go past all the traffic, but don't be in traffic doing that. That's fucking dangerous. It's uncalled for. And you won't get there but one to two minutes early. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, that's my overrated. My, um, Okay, I'm going to go underrated. I'm going to say, uh, okay, I got one too. Um, living beneath, uh, I'm going to say, is that one? Beneath your means or how you say it? Uh, under your means. Yeah. Within um, your means. Yeah, okay, below your means. Here's why I'm saying that. Um, a lot of the world is broke, okay? But we all, uh, uh, but a lot of people have a job. Here's a quick, again, this is math. I'm out of my fucking mind with math. If you, I don't care if you only make $40,000. If your expenses rival $40,000, you are in a world of trouble. You, you can't have one mess up when you live in that life. If your tie is flat and they tell you it's going to be $200 to change your tie out, you fucked yourself for the month. So if anything, if your kid fall and they break their arm, you fucked yourself for the month. You cannot have one incident when you're doing that. Don't always... Uh, rival the your expenses with the money you make it makes no sense i don't care if you make sixty thousand if your expenses are at forty thousand you feel rich at times you feel like hey i can do anything i want if i want them shoes i can get them i want to go out to eat i can do that i want to go to game i can do it you feel rich even though you're not It's still a rich lifestyle. You can do what you want. You can travel, you can save when there's something happens like the tire, you you aren't pissed off and you don't have to rack up credit card debt. It makes no sense for you to um, keep your car below the amount you make. Your clothing should be below the amount you make. Your home or your apartment should be below the amount you make. When you do this, you'll always have money. You won't be stressed out over money. You won't feel like I'm getting up to I'm going to work for no reason. I'm still fucked up. I'm still poor. I'm still struggling. You wouldn't have that total stressful feeling all the time. If you that man, I know people in a shitty apartment who drive Escalade. It's mind blown. I seen people at the bus stop with like Gucci shoes on. This shit is mind blowing. <laughs> what are you doing? Man, stop, live below your means. You're always, it should be a cushion. It should be a cushion between the amount you make and the amount you spend. It should be the bigger the cushion, the more comfortable your life will be. Quality of life should trump the amount you make. If you get a raise, if you just was making 40 grand and you get a raise to double that, if you double your expense, oh shit, I can go buy this now and get to live here. Now you done fucked yourself again. You, you're poor. You're poor. Even though you make $80,000, you're poor. You, you live in poverty now, because you your, your car note, your insurance, your rent, your mortgage, your groceries, or your phone, when you gotta have the newest phone every time, you're fucking yourself. You're making yourself poor. I still have an iPhone 8. The only reason I have the 8 instead of the 6 is because when the 6 broke and I turned it in, They said, sir, we don't even make these no more. We got to give you an A for free. So that's the only reason. I'm just saying, I'm not saying to be as frugal as me. I'm not saying you don't have to do that far. But as long as you got a cushion, you'll be comfortable. You'll be happy. Live below your means. Fucking underrated. Email Michael Catrill at blah 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 for. There you go. <laughs> financial you, you a Financial
2: podcast. Mike.
1: Man, I love it, man. Just cause it's so many people that make good money, but they live poor. They're always stressed. But that's because your expenses are rivaling everything. Every time you get a raise, you like raise your expenses. Mm-hmm. That make you're gonna be poor no matter how much you make. Seventy eight. You're gonna feel poor. You're gonna be stressed out. When if you live regular. Man, if you had $50,000, you would live all right if you knew how to live below the amount you made. That's all.
2: I think it's uh, Dave Ramsey that says, broke is temporary, poor is a state of mind. It uh, is.
1: It's a state of mind. What
2: what your income is, there's people that make half a million dollars a year that are still broke. Yep. They they spend every dime of it. So I think that's good stuff.
0: Yeah. But that's it. Cool. I have an overrated. Come on with it, Yates. And it is... uh nothing to do with uh it's not it's not going to help your driving or your financial uh ability to okay make sure. yeah um <clears throat> mel kuiper at espn okay uh, this dude has made a living on i don't even know how what it was it troy 40 years 30 years yeah. of not predicting a damn thing right on the draft
2: other man yep.
0: um i mean he will tell you that you know they're <laughs> going to draft this team's going to draft this person here's your top like kudos to you man like you you made a a hell of a career (laughs) and not knowing a damn thing like it's amazing like like Mm -hmm. i I mean like how how do we get that i mean because we did the same thing we came and we talked about these draft picks i did at least 55 mocks i didn't get one right (laughs) So, and I think I'm just as knowledgeable on these mm-hmm. guys. I don't know. I don't have the guys in my, I mean, I can't look at my phone and call like, you know, an agent or a dude at a team, mm-hmm. but that just goes to show you, man, like you're not in these, uh, you're not in these teams meeting rooms. Like you're not, you know, I mean, you can know who, who, whoever you want. Like the fact that <laughs> every year, man, I mean, it, he predicts. So, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what is his uh, hit percentage is, but it's gotta be terrible.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's terrible. I bet if, Man, they would never publish that because you wouldn't. God, no. But it's terrible. Yeah, yeah.
2: I've heard it said before, whether it's Mel Kiper or PFF or Walter Football or any of these scouting agencies, that if they were really any better than team front offices, they'd be working for them because they'd be making a lot more money. I'm sure Mel Kiper makes good money. but oh, Great yeah. point. The the true experts are sitting in front offices for these NFL teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, this dude, he can talk in front of a camera and he can you know that's that's why he's doing what he's doing you know so and he's done like I said, he's done it forever so obviously he's got contacts out the not the you know yin yang to talk mm-hmm. to which is great but the fact that like i said man he, every year it's the same it's the same show and every year it's doesn't get anything right for the most part and you know nobody, nobody says anything they'll be back next year to do the same yeah, it doesn't
2: thing. doesn't seem like the teams pay that much of much attention to the most best available
0: staff not at all no <laughs> not at all no but that's all that was it i just had a rated that was that's just one that came to mind Troy, you got anything you good so You week? got anything or no
2: so I'm, I'm gonna go a lot less deep than both of y'all but um since y'all put me on the spot no
0: Kuiper's not very deep but okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well definitely less deep than mike's financial advice. Right. but uh no this is just fresh on my mind because we just went there today rated um so back in the day john when me and you were kids you could you could pretty well feed a family of four for like at Taco Bell. So uh, today we were me and my family of four were running around and we were in a hurry. I was actually trying to get back for this earlier. So um, yeah, let's go to Taco Bell. We hadn't been there in a while and definitely overrated. It's not as cheap as it used to be. Um, Yeah, I think we got out of there for like almost 40 bucks. Maybe you hear a lot about inflation, but um, yeah, definitely not cheap. And I I will say right now, I feel like I'm about to throw up. So. (laughs) Taco Bell definitely overrated.
1: (laughs) Taco Bell will blow your ass out. Oh, man. Come on, man.
2: One of the guests a while back said Chick fil A was overrated. And I, I. wasn't on that particular show, but I had to set the record straight in the next one that I was on. But, um, yeah, if you're if you're putting Chick-fil-A up against Taco Bell, I don't know if there's any comparison there.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I do. I do, I do have, a, I have an affinity for the cheesy gordita crunch. That's probably my favorite thing at Taco mm-hmm.
2: Bell. So maybe I got the wrong thing. I got the eight dollar whatever the box of the day was. Yeah. The gordita or no, uh, Chalupa burrito crunchy taco or doritos taco and nachos so there's a lot of food and i was hungry so i was thinking about the value yeah but it definitely wasn't
0: also value. pro tip might have
2: been good quantity but
0: pro tip check pro out tip. yelp and, and and see like what that rating is for that particular now look you're not gonna get too many taco bells as like a five-star rating or anything like that mm. but you <laughs> may get a three you know what i mean like a yeah, three to four you know that's that's tangible and a lot of times they'll post their health score on there long as it's 95 or above. You don't want them fucking, you know, what I yeah. mean? like if it's below a 90 and it's got like a two-star rating, then that might be why you're feeling a little sick right now.
2: So I, I was scared to look at the health rating. We were at Thornton Road, so I, I wanted to shy away from as much of the, the details as I could.
0: Thornton Road is probably a bad call. I <laughs> yeah. probably wouldn't have done that one. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell. Oh, uh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> I'm glad you thought of that one. All right, guys. So that's it. We probably took up a couple hours, man. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, Go on to if you're listening to us on uh, iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five star review. On iTunes, you can uh, write us something on iTunes, actually, and click a five star review. If you write us something, we'll definitely shout you out on the show. We greatly appreciate that. It helps us move up the ladder of Falcons podcast. So when people search us, or they search Atlanta Falcons fan, uh, podcast, we come up. You guys can email us questions, show ideas, comments, anything you want, ATLFalconFanCast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Out of Your FN Mind. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, There's a Facebook page you can like. We do 95% of our social media through Twitter because that's just the easiest thing for us. A lot of Falcons fans communicate there. We have met some great people there, so we're going to keep on doing that um tell your friends tell your family man let's let's get we, we, we've been growing we're going to keep growing when we look forward to just putting out more shows this off season and getting ready to uh get this exciting 2022 version of the falcons going on mike anything to add to, before we close
1: it out um later? i love it i would just say um go watch uh film on troy anderson for anybody uh montana state uh 58 pip go watch Film on Troy Anderson. He's a running back, quarterback, and a linebacker. You'll say, wow. Uh, don't eat that Taco Bell, obviously, you know, and um, keep growing with us, man. I just, uh, I'm just i floored by how many followers we got the other day. So just to everybody that came on, uh, great appreciation for it. I hope you like the show, and we're going to come with this shit every week, and we'll oh, and- mail
0: another. And folks wanted to know where I posted a photo on draft day. I just thought like, hey, just, I'm wearing my draft my Falcons polo. They want to know where I got it. Just uh, I don't know if it's still on there. I got it actually as a set of. It was a combo. I got a red one with the black Falcon, and I got the black with the old, with the old black Falcon. So I got a. Con- I don't know if they're still selling it, but it, it, go to fanatics.com. That's where I got it. If y'all want to, it's they're they're fantastic.
2: Anyway, and the the Falcons official Twitter. What retweet or responded to you, John? You're right. Yeah.
0: The Falcons official on of Twitter said uh the fit is fire or something like that. So yeah. yeah,
1: We got out of man, out of our fucking mind. That was a dope shirt. That was a dope picture, man. Yeah,
0: so Troy man, thanks for joining us, man, and coming on and uh, chatting up the uh, the draft with us, man.
2: Yeah, enjoyed it. Fun show.
0: Yeah, man. All right, guys. Well, we will catch y'all. I don't know when, probably next week, week after, whenever something happens, or uh we get a guest on. We'll we'll put it out there on Twitter. So uh, like again, hope you guys enjoyed us.
1: We're out of your Falcon Mind and we will see you next time. Go back and watch 3530 go back and listen or watch 353637 and give us that 5 star review. You'll be entertained. I love y'all. Peace. Here we are